Welcome everyone to the Electronic Gaming Mostly Podcast. I'm Seeker127 here with the Gabbler. Tag along Terry. That's the new name? You can come up with names yeah, for yourself. You can't name. come up with names from me. Change them. Sorry. <laughs> Tag along Terry and second in command Steve. <laughs> I don't know. Would you just wake up? Yep. Drink some coffee or something. Coffee's for losers. You're a loser. Drink some I fucking drink coffee. Drink fuel at all times. That's how you get kidney stones. Monster. I can't get kidney stones. What? Ain't got no kidney? Yeah, when I was four, they took out all my kidneys. Freak, that explains freak, a lot. Uh, accident. So you're literally dead inside. Yeah. All right. So this week we're going to be talking about Battlefield Five a little bit, Fallout seventy six a little bit, and some other things. So uh, yeah, the Battlefield Five final version, I guess, Beta Field Five came out. Uh, it's all right. It's all right. It's a lot like Battlefield One. It's some improvements, some improvements, some regressions. It's what people want with Call of Duty: reskinned. Battlefield, reskin Call of Duty, reskin it and release it again at full price. Yeah, well, that's Hard fine if you don't play all the Call of Duties. I haven't played any of the Black Ops, so it's all new to me. I did get Dark Matter yesterday. I got all the camos for all the guns. I'm very happy. I feel sorry for you. No, whatever. <laughs> um, so, Battlefield 5. I decided to jerk off instead. That's a lot of jerking I, off. I think I won. <laughs> Why not do both? I don't know that you can. I think you can. I don't know, man. Because I was too, and I still got the camo. So, <laughs> living proof. Yeah. All right, Are so. you really jerking off? <laughs> okay. <laughs> what do you think about Battlefield Five? You had a lot to say when we were playing it. It pisses me off. It's the same old bullshit. Kept all the bad shit. Got rid of all the good shit. Added some interesting shit. But not enough to really warrant it being a brand new fucking game, in my opinion. You know, they do this over and over. It's like Battlefield 3. They came out with Battlefield 3, and they were like, guys, guys, we're not going to do this Battlefield once a year thing. Then they announced Battlefield 4, and they're like, listen, 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 listen. This is just our final version. We're going to have DLC out of the ass, like six of them. Don't worry about it. This is not a cash grab. And they're like, Battlefield 1. We're going to break the internet. Right? Battlefield 1 trailer. Bum, 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 bum. <laughs> it's World War 1. <laughs> People were like, oh, shit. World War yeah, people, One. People who don't know anything about World War One, they should have just cut to a trailer of some guy like picking his teeth sitting in a trench in the rain in the mud. With Battlefield One, they added the worst fucking concept in the game. You can repair the vehicle while you're inside of it. You don't need a, an engineer or a support to do it for you with a blowtorch. Run, running blowtorch. You don't need that anymore. You know, it used to be, oh shit, 
there's a tank over there. I'm playing as a scout or a recon. What do I do? Well, that's okay. Uh, my buddy down here is on an AT gun emplacement, which, by the way, was, wasn't like this giant fucking slow cumbersome thing from Battlefield 1. It was these little fucking rocket turrets. They looked stupid, but whatever. They got the job done and they could be destroyed. Okay. Okay. And like, it was cool because if they would have taken current technology with the whole, hey, just rebuild it, <clears throat> that would have been great because that's really what the game needed. But they, they, you'd have guys on the ground, they'd just run over to it, tap it, shoot the fucking tank, and then run away. It was great. And then if you're a sniper, you're sitting there watching that tank, and you see this fucking idiot jump out of it and start repairing from the side. Bam! Popping in the fucking head. And he deserved it because he's an asshole. Because his entire routine <clears throat> is sit in a tank, protected, and just fucking keep repairing it. Try to out-repair the damage that's being done. Yeah, it was pretty lame. There were still people who did that in Battlefield 1. Even though you can repair it from the inside, there was certain traits you can get by doing challenges and stuff. Where, as an engineer, you could um, like run just as fast as the tank as you're repairing. So, <laughs> you just... Tag along, repair everything. And there was a bunch of other perks that I never bothered with because I didn't play Engineer. But It's this weird double-edged sword where the game developer doesn't understand what tanks are supposed to be for in war. So they put it in the game and they make them weak in Battlefield 1. But hey, you can repair while you're inside of it. So any soldier can run over with a cluster grenade and throw it on the tank. Blows up in about two of those. Well, hey, I not did really. It. Like, and then they're like, then they're like, hold on, that doesn't feel right. So let's toughen up the tanks. But the problem with that is, in actual war, tanks don't actually kill people very well. That's why they have a fucking machine gun on the top with a guy that pops out and uses it. It's literally just bolted on to the top of the fucking tank. Tanks are designed to kill tanks. And the whole point of armor is that it provides troops mobile cover. And in order to deal with people just running up and throwing sticky bombs on the fucking treads or jumping on top of and throwing shit in it, you had to put a fucking machine gun on the top of it so the guy could help with it. That was a defense, not like a purpose of it. But in Battlefield, it's like, yeah, watch me shoot this fucking 40 millimeter tank round at a player. And instead of skipping off the ground like it would actually do, it explodes like it's made out of fucking dynamite. <laughs> yeah, from across the map, by the way. It's not even how tank rounds work. They penetrate through fucking armor and kill the driver. It's like current day. Okay, current day tank rounds are designed with like incendiary shells where they pierce through and then after a couple feet, explode to kill everybody inside leaving the tank just sitting there first of all it has to impact metal for that to happen it's, not, it's still not going to do that if it just hits the ground at an angle because the way shells are designed it's like skipping a rock on the water but back in world war ii they didn't have anything like that it was literally just giant shells meant to penetrate through the armor and either disable it or kill the fucking driver inside there's a there's a tank movie with fucking Brad Pitt 
and Shia LaBeouf. It's the only good fucking movie that Shia LaBeouf's in in terms of him being able to fucking act. That movie depicts really well Pulse what was tank good. battles are like. They're, they're sitting there out in the middle of a field shooting at each other, and you're just seeing these rounds shoot at look like big bullets, and they hit the ground and just ricochet off in the air. Sometimes they hit the tanks and ricochet off because that's why they make tanks round and shit like that. They're designed to hopefully deflect the fucking tank round. This, that's the problem with Battlefield. It's that the tanks don't actually fulfill their role. Same with aircraft, by the way. If you look at a bomber in World War II, even today, it's like, okay, we got the target. Like, today, they're really good, right? They're like, oh, there's the target right there on infrared running around. All right, drop the bomb. All right, 10 seconds to touch off. And then it counts down from the time that it releases, and then it touches the ground, and they all blow up. You know why they don't fucking run and shit? Because they have no fucking idea that there's a plane near atmosphere level just fucking dropping a fucking smart bomb on them. They can drop the bomb and guide it with a laser beam to where it needs to go these days. In World War II, they didn't have that. They were dummy bombs. You had to fly over with a system that was like a trajectory. It would, it would tell you the basic trajectory based off your speed and you drop it and there were different levels just like a sniper scope and you drop these jump they drop like fucking 40 to 50 dummy bombs and just carpet bomb an area okay and they they had to do that way up in the air why because fucking flat cannons would destroy your fucking aircraft you get hit with a flat cannon it's over one flag shot one shot of flak is over now like in your video game they have to balance it yeah, well, bounce a little better because right now there's fucking bombers flying 20 feet off the ground at, at fucking 45 degrees, making a turn and dropping his payload on people, getting shot by flat cannons and small arms fire, and, and he has no fucking words, and he just flies off and does in-flight repair. It's fucking stupid. And then he just flies over a box and gets new fucking bombs. Why is that even necessary? Just put on a fucking cooldown like it used to be. That's just a dumb, arbitrary thing. I, I, it's, just, it's just dumb design decisions. It doesn't make any sense. Why are the vehicles so fucking powerful in this game? Yeah, I mean, part of it is the, just the gaming community. There's all kinds of people. I used to see them in Battlefield Five. They'd be their level for each class would be zero, except for pilot or tank. It'd be like fucking max level. The top of the meters, fucking sixty and two. Just driving yeah, vehicles. Like, why Why are you famous. playing Battlefield? Like, really go famous. play fucking World of Tanks or fucking Microsoft Flight Simulator. <laughs> like, and unfortunately, game developers have to, like, modify shit based off these kinds of fucking people ruining it for everybody. Like, oh, man, we'd like to have a nice game where somebody jumps in a tank and, and does what a tank's supposed to do. But no, it's literally some asshole sitting on a taken point back here just shelling a fucking building all the way down at an he's sitting on B and he's shelling E from fucking far away. And all, what are you going to do about that? Well, let's move up on him. I get, we get we get the guy in the airplane. Yeah. I'd love to get in the airplane that's being used by the fucking bomber. So the bomber can strafe over this guy that's sitting still and drop bombs on him. Oh, but wait, I can't because the fucking bombers being used by some idiot that's doing at fucking 80 degree turns and dropping bombs on people over here it's just it's so fucking dumb it's amazing how fucking stupid it is and they keep they keep fucking doing it and Thing they is, keep like, doing it 
And they keep doing it, yeah. And you know, you have like AT emplacements and shit. And you, what's the risk versus reward here? I have to stand still. This guy's in a mobile fucking tank that does just as much damage, if not more. And he gets to drive around and one shot me, but I got to get on this fucking AT emplacement, slowly turn it, line it up, take the shot, and hope to God that he doesn't turn to look at me because his turret swivels much faster. And he's going to kill me in one shot where I got to sit here and load it up, shoot again, load it up, shoot again. That's not how risk versus reward works. He should be weaker. That thing can't fucking move. Oh, they added towing, which is a fucking joke, by the way. Yeah, it always just comes disconnected. And well, there there goes your fucking AT emplacement. Hey, look at that. What's going on? There's a fucking vehicle over there. What's it doing? It's 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 uh. It's carrying an AT emplacement. What's it doing that for? So it could set it up. Why? They're fucking useless. Nobody does it. Nobody tows shit with any purpose. The only time people are towing shit are, are the retards that are like, hey, I'm, the game is started. I'm going to get in this A-track and fucking tow this thing. And he just tows it to the middle of the map where it ends up sitting there forever, not even facing the enemy until it all blows up. It doesn't get used. Nobody gets in these fucking things because they're useless. Boot up the fucking game. Pay $15. Boot up the game. Go jump in an AA turret and try to shoot down a fucking bomber. Good fucking luck. If you're not shooting the fucking terrain constantly because they place these things like idiots, you're never going to kill it. Never. Yeah, <laughs> they're no way too fucking strong. For them. They, well, the other thing they did is they took away a lot of the things that you used to be able to attack a tank with. Like Battlefield 1, everyone had a light anti-tank grenade, or the option to, to carry one. And it wasn't great, but it was something. You know, like well, snipers, There's well, snipers had K-bullets, which were specifically for vehicles, which also didn't do much. But what they did do was interrupt the repair. So if you time it right... They're going to try to repair from inside, and you're just way off in a distance, just pegging them every second or two, and they can't repair. So, I mean, it's, you know, if you're playing a recon class, like I usually do, sure, it's not going to be ideal. You're not going to take out a tank on your own. Well, you haven't been but in a it feels like But it feels like you can do something, you know? But yeah, in Battlefield 5, playing recon, you have absolutely nothing. You have the option of three grenades... Uh, it's a frag grenade, a smoke grenade, and a throwing knife, which counts as a grenade for some reason. And, um, yeah, that's it. You have nothing else to deal with tanks. My dude, it's even worse. The only time I spent in a vehicle was with Maticus. And then I, I rode, I tagged along, and we would fly over a field. I don't remember what map we were on. We're in the one with the bridge, I think. We're flying over the field, like this orange fucking field of nothingness. Every time we fly over, there's a guy with the AA on the AA emplacement shooting at us. Every time we fly over, it seems like I think ding 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 we are getting fucked up. At least that's how it feels. Ding 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 ding. He's hitting every hit. Ten to twenty hits. Anywhere in between that every time. And we just fly right past him after our bombing run and repair and come back around. And it's never a fucking problem. The only time we die is was when in combination with that, some fucking guy is on our tail shooting us. That happened once out of like how many? We ran like twenty sorties before that happened. Also, I, I don't. Maybe I'm wrong, but I jumped in an airplane and fucked around in a bomber a little bit. There's no repair anymore, like there used to be, where it gets interrupted and repairs a little bit at a time. 
there's just a, a quick repair button. That's it. It repairs immediately a chunk of the fucking health. Boom. And wow. then it's on a cooldown. So you can't even repair. You, that's probably why they took cables out. You can't even interrupt a repair. It just, they get to have it. So all these times when you're fucking flying, you, you're, you see a guy flying over you and you're hitting him. Boom, 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 boom. About halfway through that, he's probably hitting the button. And that's why he just, he, they don't even catch on fire or smoke, man. Like it doesn't. I hit guys like 20 fucking times with a flat cannon and there's not even smoke coming off of these fucking things. Jesus fucking Christ. Yeah. It's fucking embarrassing. You get these assholes who play with like, apparently they have like fucking 63 friends that also play Battlefield. They're like, whoa, well, you get to squad up and work as a team. To t-. Like, no. It's like, you know why I know that doesn't work? Because no one ever fucking does it. This is the Tanks are just completely uncontested in every game. Now, the good thing is the airplanes don't seem to be able to just fly directly at you and shoot you with their cannons and fucking murder people. And part of that is probably because you can't spot people as easily as you used to be able to. So people used to just aim for the spot marks and just fucking fly directly at the ground and then pull up at the very end. They don't seem to be doing that anymore, so that's good. But the bombs... Yeah, the bombs still can fuck you up. I end up dodging them a lot of the time. So airplanes don't bother me as much as the tanks do. I'm just fucking tired of like being a sniper and all of a sudden a tank comes around the corner and just fucking outranges me, hits me directly in the face with a fucking artillery shell. It's like, yeah, that's what that's for. Building's fine. <laughs> it just fucking takes my head off. It's fucking stupid. I don't even know if, like, I I didn't play support or medic or anything, so I don't even know if they have anything to deal with tanks, even minimally. It's just, and the worst part is the maps that don't have fucking vehicles on them are these tiny maps with, like, random respawns that you can't even spawn on squad mates or anywhere like that. They don't have anything that's conquest level. They don't have anything that's, like, conquest without vehicles. They just need to tone the vehicles down. Vehicles need to have a purpose, and they shouldn't be taking out infantry. Like, you want to have an anti-infantry, it shouldn't be a fucking thing with a 40 millimeter goddamn tank cannon on it. That's yeah, and you can also trick works. out your tank specifically to take out infantry, as if it needed any more help. It's like, hey, do you want this artillery shell that'll take down buildings and vehicles and infantry, or do you want this, like, glorified fucking shotgun on the side that's really good at taking out infantry? I'll take option one. I'd like to be able to kill everything. Tanks need to die faster. You you should, like, people want to make the argument of teamwork. Yeah, well, that goes both ways. Uh, you, you shouldn't be able to have one fucking guy roll into a fucking point, and now I'm sitting here, I guess I got to kill myself, redeploy, and spawn as a fucking assault. That's right, an assault. And if I don't kill him with my fucking initial two fucking tank killer rounds i guess i better just hope and pray that i can run over by the way the fucking reload time is aids and he can just turn and shoot me and one shot me but you know that's cool yeah it's it was fine. the same way in battlefield one but the difference is in battlefield one if you played assault and you were tricked out for tank killing you could start out with like a melee weapon that does you know a little bit of damage to light tanks you get an at gun that has like four rounds in it or something you get two heavy tank mines or uh heavy tank anti-tank grenades and then you select your grenade as the light anti-tank grenade and it would take all of that to kill a tank and you would always fucking die it would take like five lives 
in an ideal world, you know, you just fucking uh, go prone somewhere and snipe the tank with your AT gun, which takes forever because, you know, you got to prone out and aim and reload each shot manually. And then when that's done, you got to pretty much run up on them, hope that no one sees you, toss your two heavy tank anti-tank grenades, throw your light tanker, and maybe sometimes that would actually destroy the tank. And this is what the problem is. The ultimate problem is they're so fucking afraid to try something different. Like, Battlefield has always been balanced around the idea of this one type of tank spawns every X amount of time, and if you get in it and it goes and gets blown up, your team doesn't have that tank, which is a giant fucking... It's a big... Like, when a tank shows up in any Battlefield game, when a tank on your side shows up, you know you're about to take that point. Unless they have... They have to really work together to bring that down. So now you're you're... You're sitting on a bridge, and you you got your your all your different classes, and you're fighting each other, and you're already dealing with the other team. Now here comes a tank, which is a, it's like it's like they just added thirty fucking people to their team, because he has no worries from you, no fucking worries. Even more so after Battlefield One, where he can just back up and repair himself. And it's not like you can pursue him. You can't be like, oh shit, he's running away, get him, because there's fucking infantry everywhere. Okay. The problem is, though, that he kills shit too fast. And they've been stuck on this for so long. It doesn't even feel like war. Like, it's always like, hey, look, what it, hey, what's that sound? You've been, you've been fighting for 15 minutes. And then, what's that sound? Oh, it's a tank. Here comes a tank. Oh, they don't even make sounds when they're creeping up on you anymore. What's well, the one tank <laughs> down there? There's that one tank. It doesn't even feel like war. There's no like tank battalions and shit. Imagine if they just all they have to do is nerf the fucking tanks down to to being like like an actual tank would be, you know, not that big of a fucking threat. It's like movie bullshit. It's a tank. No, people didn't react like that. Oh my god, it's a tank. No, because they weren't. What is he gonna do? Shoot the fucking forty minute. Oh my god, he's gonna shoot me with the forty millimeter gun. No, that's not how it happens. Tanks don't. First of all, tanks don't just go out by themselves. They have infantry support, okay? And the difficulty is, hey, it's a tank. Those guys have mobile cover and can push us by by sitting behind the cover and not have to worry about getting shot. But if they could, you know what they could do with Battlefield because it's a video game? They could put more fucking tanks and vehicles in the game and make them like paper. That way it's like, oh, I got blown up in my tank. I'll spawn in another tank if you want to keep playing that fucking tank gameplay. Whatever. Then you can have like four to five tanks at a time and it'd be like fucking war. As it stands now, Battlefield is the same fucking formula it's always been. Take a point and either sit at it or run to the next point. It's just the same every time. It's just people scattered everywhere. It doesn't even feel like war. There's no front line. There's nothing like that. It's just... Fucking Jesus Christ. It's literally just there's people over here, there's people over here, there's some guy here, there's a random guy here, and it's it, here comes a tank. He's just driving past all these people. They're not doing anything to him. Why? Because none of them have an anti tank weapon. So they're just hiding from him. And he gets to a fucking point and sits there, and there's like a guy in the house, and he starts shelling the house, and there's nothing the guy can do about it because <laughs> apparently the fucking tank gun is made out of TNT and is just decimating a house yeah all right so i know it's impossible but imagine you're in a tank and you shoot a 40 millimeter round at a house 
what's going to happen? It puts a 40 millimeter hole. Put a 40 millimeter <laughs> hole in the house and go all the way through and come out the other end as a 40 millimeter hole? Or is it going to hit the wall and explode like it's made out of fucking kerosene? It's, it's fucking Battlefield has continued to be Hollywood the video game. It's And it's a goddamn shame because people are like, you got people over here that are like, uh, Battlefield is supposed to be this, and it's not. And people are like, people over here are like, yeah, Battlefield is, is Battlefield. They're doing what they want to do because they want to make their own version of World War II. And then you guys are over here like, yeah, but it's the closest thing we've ever had to a war simulator without playing shitty, clunky Arma games. And then you have these idiots over here going, yeah, but. I like flying in an airplane and, and aiming my nose to the ground and, and shooting at people like it's fucking Indiana Jones. Oh, yeah. There was this guy in Battlefield 1 who was in chat talking about how he went out and bought a special mouse and keyboard setup specifically so he could fly airplanes better in Battlefield 1. Have you guys ever Are seen... Are you fucking serious? Um, you guys ever seen how... You guys know how, like, in modern day, we have jets, which are the superior version to propeller planes? from world war ii you know how we have jets you know how they like they'll see like terrorists on the ground you see these videos all the time like the, they see terrorists on the ground and the jet just turns its nose to the ground flies down and then starts right shooting its fucking cannon and then flies away getting some kills uh, like 40 feet off the ground no you don't see that oh that's right because that's not what they're for and that's not what fucking happens right the only time that a fucking jet ever does anything ground related is dropping bombs that's it well, i mean they dropping could pepper bombs. the area with uh you know their cannons but those cannons are meant to tear through metal they're not aiming at individual people they're they aiming never at vehicles do that. and shit they never do that if they want to do that they bring in an apache fucking helicopter i get it there weren't helicopters in world war ii that's fine whatever well, i mean you've, i'm sure you've seen it there's like jets that fly not 20 feet but you know pretty close to the ground and their cannons like aim down for them but in battlefield there's people literally flying at the fucking ground and just shooting straight ahead because they didn't you, have that no, shit back there's then. there's no fighter pilot that flies down like aims at the ground like that it doesn't no, happen because if you can't pull up in time that's like a couple million dollars worth of uh equipment well, first of all you're gonna fucking you're gonna kill yourself aiming your fucking nose at the ground that's just reality like it, it's not like a video game where the physics determine that when you pull up, it pulls up. You're, you're literally floating on air. You're, you're cutting through the air, and the the wind, is, the air is lifting the fucking plane. The, even in fucking commercial flights, the first thing pilots learn is never turn your fucking nose down. You ever been on a fucking plane? If any of you plebs out there have ever been on a fucking plane, they don't do that. I've been on a giant fucking plane that flew... From, from Atlanta all the way across the United States and up along the fucking the ice shelf and came down and went all the way down to fucking South Korea, okay? In one fucking tank of fuel. When they brought that big motherfucker in, they didn't, they didn't start nose diving down. <laughs> right? They didn't do that bullshit. They would sway the plane left to right left to right and this would slowly lose altitude okay because it's fucking dangerous to nosedive you can hit a situation where you can't fucking get air anymore 
It just that's not how airplanes work. You can't go straight up. At that point, you're fighting gravity. Like the plane is all there's no reverse in an airplane, right? Like when you're in the air. Correct. So as soon as you point the nose down, you're just going to start accelerating. You start going too fast. You can't pull up in time. And passenger planes are like buses, right? Like they don't maneuver very well. Well, the you try to pull is, up too hard. Plus, I mean, if you think of a fighter plane and how it works, all these fucking maneuvers that they do in battlefield games would never work. You're pulling too many G's. Like, you realize that there's all kinds of shit that pilots have to do to not fucking pass out when they're flying their plane. Like, they the got these pants problem. that are really tight to keep, like, you know, the blood from just all going to their legs when they pull up too hard and passing out. Yeah. Like, they're the trained is, to, like, um, fucking strain their head yeah, to, like, squeeze, force blood flow to their squeeze head. squeeze their whole body constantly. I can't imagine it, but the problem is the only to explain this to, to people that don't understand the wings don't turn. There's flaps on the wings. It's segments of the wings that are, are basically detached from the wing in terms of an overall structure, but it's attached by, you know, motors and shit, motor actuators and shit like that, that, that allows them to move the flaps up and down. So you have a wing, and then the back area of the wing, for example, now some some planes do have wings that move on their own, like some jets do have the entire wing will, will fluctuate. And that's why these jets are able to make these maneuvers better. But also jets fly at higher altitudes. When you see dogfighting and shit like that, they're so far up in the atmosphere, the air is already thin. So they can make those kind of adjustments and movements. But when you get down into the atmosphere where the air is thicker and you're diving, the only thing that's going to pull you up isn't some magic fucking concept of pulling up. It's a little flap on the back of the wing and it's got to push the air in a certain way that the air catches underneath the wings again. And that is, it's dangerous to be in a situation where you have to do that. It's called stalling. Okay, whether you're going straight up or or near straight down and it doesn't have to be straight down by the way like the whole shit you see in fucking top gun where they spin in a circle okay that's just a ver- that's just a variation of it okay well, like they also have afterburners and shit so if they need extra speed trying to if you make one of these maneuvers down, you are fucking you are if you nosedive you are in a situation known as just the it's it's you are shit out of luck and you are hoping and praying that you can pull that it will pull up like the shit you see in the movies pull up that's what it's like it's literally like that (laughs) except there's no there's very rarely at the end oh it did it happened miraculously oh you've seen the movie golden eye right Uh you know at the beginning of the movie when he nose dives the fucking plane yeah. In the propeller plane, and he's like, pull up, and you see his hand, and he's like shaking, and it's pulling, the plane barely looks like it's pulling up. Yeah. And then, you know, at the end, it miraculously does. Like, he goes off screen, it goes silent, and then you just see the plane fly up. Yeah, yeah. he just flies straight up. Even yeah. though that angle would have never worked. Right. <laughs> like, he's still basically going straight at the ground. Well, that's... I feel like people That's how understand. it is. Like, that's probably the most realistic, um, this is what pulling up looks like moment in a movie. Aside from the part where it actually works and he survives. Just also, look at the you're angle. talking about propeller planes. It's literally a fan on the front of the fucking plane pulling it along. Yeah. People don't fucking get it. They they fly airplanes like they're mobile tanks or airborne tanks. It works in video games. 
because video game developers are fucking idiots who have never flown planes. You, you see this happen all the time, okay? Anytime you see a good... Like, in film. In film, we all understand that there are good movies and there are terrible movies, okay? What are the terrible movies? The terrible movies these days are movies that treat you like a fucking moron. Like, you don't know any better. You watch the movie and you're like, well, that's fucking bullshit. Oh, my God, come on. That's not even fucking remotely possible. Like, back in the 90s and the early 2000s, movies used to be dumber because the audience was dumber, okay? The audience had a level of exception of expectation. Like, you, you look at movies, like, with Jean-Claude Van Damme and shit like that, it, it's just ridiculous shit that's not even possible. But people like those movies, and they suspend their disbelief. But as time has gone on, we've become smarter as, as audiences in film, and we're like, well, that... Come on, this movie already set the standard. That's not even remotely possible. Nowadays, you can't get away with shit like that without being considered a shit movie. But in video games, we still, we like regress. We're like, it's fucking ridiculous. I, I just don't understand like why people are such fucking retards when it comes to this shit. Because <laughs> it's, it's... <laughs> They know that it's not realistic, but it's that fucking gamer mentality where they want to exploit every possible opportunity, get every fucking advantage they can, and people just want to sit in a fucking tank or an airplane and never die and kill everybody and call it a day and be like, wow, I'm really fucking good at Battlefield. You look at some of the best movies out there, and it's always like, you see the behind the scenes, it's like, yeah, we were on a military experts, and they taught us how to aim the gun and how people even like that's what's so great about metal gear solid games whether you like them or not you look at the behind the scenes of those and kojima has like fucking military experts coming in and training his team like showing them how military people move like go play metal gear solid 2 like the way those enemies move isn't just some random shit Th these days uh, any any other fucking developer would just be making up these fucking movements off the top of their head based off shit they've seen in television like <laughs> you're clearing the hallway and shit like rainbow six and shit like that where it's just the fucking most unrealistic shit ever but you watch like metal gear solid 2 and you see the behind the scenes they're being they're being shown by actual swat and military guys how to fucking move why you tap your teammate on the shoulder what fucking how you clear rooms and some of the go watch like a movie like sicaro which is really fucking good because they actually have they actually brought in FBI guys, like ex-FBI consultants, that would show them how they would clear houses and shit. Like some of the first scenes in that movie where they're clearing that drug house and they're going into the next room and they're looking... Like there's so many good films out there where they do that kind of shit. And you, you look at them and you're like, oh man, this movie's great. Why is it great? Why is it so great? Because it fucking... It doesn't treat you like a fucking child. And you look at a game like Battlefield where these developers probably have never fucking stepped foot in a goddamn tank ever not even once jesus fucking christ it's insane okay it's fucking retarded yeah, so the moral of the story is battlefield needs to get their fucking shit together when it comes to vehicles and the people who play battlefield need to shut the fuck up about oh i want to be a vehicle kill everybody and, you know this is a first person shooter game tanks I, are support Airplanes like, yeah. are support. I get that I'm complaining about realism in a video game. The whole fucking it's point not even of realism. It's about the, the fucking balance of the fucking game. To be something close to war. That's the whole fucking point to it. Like what? 
why am I playing Battlefield if I'm just there to fucking shoot people when Call of Duty does that better? It's got a, a lower time to kill. The gunplay is better. Yeah, I said it. The gunplay is better. In well, it's a lot smoother, I'll tell you that, because this is like when Battlefield 1 came out when it was all stuttery and shit. Well, the bullets aren't fucking slow as molasses bullshit. Yeah, that too. They slowed the... Well, I don't know. Like It seems like there's less bullet drop over range with snipers, but the bullets go so, slower. The whole appeal to Battlefield is it's a... It, they, hey, we do giant maps of 64 players versus 64 players. Man, it's it feels like war. Oh, awesome. Except it doesn't feel like war when I'm sitting here sniping people and a fucking one idiot shows up in a tank and he's the driver and he's the gunner and he's the repair man. And he's fucking Superman sitting on the point. And there's nothing I can do till I die because there's no tank emplacements like there used to be at every fucking point to, to deal with anti-tank. And I got to spawn as a support who has AT mines. And I got to go through. I got to run around and sneak around and throw the AT mines underneath him and hope he moves. Or I got to spawn as a fucking assault guy and fucking shoot him with my two fucking rounds and hope I hit him in the sweet spot to do the most damage possible before he spots me. And it's just him by himself. And even if you destroy the tracks, point. like they have an upgrade where they can just instantly repair the tracks from the inside. I don't get the obsession with vehicles. Yeah. It's fucking stupid. Make them weaker, make more of them. Simple as that. Simple as fucking that. Okay? Jesus fucking Christ. I mean, we're not doing realism any fucking ways, so you might as well just let us fucking blow them up like paper. And the fucking aircraft are way too fucking strong. You gotta make just, you know, AA guns significant. Because people don't really use them anyway. When they do, it's like you said, they just fucking blast away at them. I mean, I got hit marker after hit marker on that one fucking plane on that mountain map. and No problem. You know what pisses me off the most is every fucking war film out there, even the ones that are shit and don't really pay attention to stuff, even this fucking game, the opening scenario to this game when you play single player has you in an aircraft shooting at bombers. What are the bombers doing? They're flying in a straight line. Why do bombers fly in a straight line in clusters? Why would they send clusters of bombers to a location? Why would they do that? Because... The fucking bomber has zero maneuverability. And the reason why you send clusters of bombers is because you want to hit the target. So you send a bunch of them in hopes that if some of them get taken out, others will survive and make their bombing sortie happen. In this fucking game, bombers can turn 90 fucking degrees. They can turn on their fucking side and pull with G-forces that aren't humanly fucking possible. Okay? In, in fucking bombers. These bombers can outmaneuver fighters. That's the whole point of fighters. Fighters are smaller and can be blown up easier by small arms fire and ground fire, but they're not there. Well, they're to supposed drop to protect the bombers. They're, they're there <laughs> to protect the bombers and destroy other bombers. The bombers can only fly in a straight line and barely move. It's just like that airplane I talked about when I flew to fucking Malaysia. They can't, you know why they have to turn sway left and right? You ever been on a fucking plane? They don't just go up. Well, we got to turn 90 degrees and then just turn the fucking plane you fucking on its bank side. to the side. <laughs> they don't do that. It's a slow bank because, by the way, turning to on your fucking side and pulling it, that can also stall you because it's the same concept. Oh, oh, you're on your side. 
Guess what? There's no fucking air under your wings anymore, you idiot. It doesn't happen. It's not even possible. That shit's not even possible. That's jet maneuvers. That shit works on jets because, again, they're high in the altitude and they have jet fucking engines on them. Okay? They're basically rockets at that point. So they can get away with making those kind of maneuvers because they're going so goddamn fast that any little adjustment's going to help them. Jesus fucking Christ. Now, if you ever get caught in a situation where, you know, you, you turn the wrong way and the air pushes you the wrong way and you end up tumbling, you're done. There's no regaining that. You're falling through the air in free fall, fucking spinning, and you're just, at that point, a fucking hunk of metal falling through the air. Because all you're turning and all you're maneuvering, that's all done with the, the way that the airplane redirects the air. So if you don't have that, you can't even turn. You can't, like, correct yourself. Just fuck falling to your death. And you could try ejecting, but you might eject right at the ground. I mean, you have no idea. It's hard to time that. Well, aside from vehicles, which are still totally bullshit, um, there's a few things I don't like. Um, so with the recon, I don't know if they call it recon now or scout. Oh, it's the recon. fucking sniper class. They got rid of the sweet spot mechanic, which in Battlefield no, 1... Yeah, well, in Battlefield 1... There's no reconning. <laughs> in Battlefield 1, they had this mechanic where each gun had, like, a range, you know, it'd be, like, between 80 and 120 meters, where if you hit him in the chest, it'd be a one-shot kill, which it needed. Because this game tries to do the realistic thing with snipers, where you need to account for bullet drop and travel time, you gotta lead people, which is all fine and good, except for two things. One is that people in this game don't fucking move like real people. They're constantly changing their speed, jumping around in circles like idiots, trying to dodge your bullets. And uh, the other thing is that a chest shot doesn't fucking kill anymore. So at these extreme ranges, we have to count for all this shit and people moving like morons. You still have to get a fucking headshot to kill someone. Now, the good news is that you don't need to use bolt action. There are two, I think, yeah. self-loading rifles, I which mean, are far it's superior. It's not really good news. It's, it's more like, hey, we like playing recon, so at least we can fucking kill people. Because in Battlefield 1... You shoot a guy, you watch the bullet travel and hit him, and it it should be his head because he's pro he's a sniper. He's laying prone facing you. You can see the glint of his scope. Apparently, you hit him in the buttocks or something, <laughs> and then he just gets up and runs. All right, he gets away. Or you see a guy running across the field, and you pop him, and I guess you hit him in the shoulder, and he gets away. But now it's like pop, pop. Like I can, I see a guy standing still for a split seven, and I can just pop pop with my gun and before he can react to the first shot the second one's hitting him and killing him it's yeah. kind of cheesy and it well, feels it's not good. cheesy it when you get outranged by light like machine guns just da -da 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 -da, and right. you're fucking dead but, but the real solution is that it should kill people when you shoot them <laughs> oh yeah it should i mean and you know it is kind of bullshit sometimes because a lot of guns can't match the range of a sniper you know which is fine they shouldn't Problem is the map is so big that most engagements are going to be long range, this and I'm sure people were bitching about like, oh, I just fucking died out of nowhere. I have no idea where I got shot from, which you know, too bad in my opinion. But I was willing to accept the sweet spot mechanic thing. Like you pick the right gun for the right range, and you pick a spot, and you just one shot people. And Here's if someone ran up on you and you shot him, it didn't kill him. Here's a quote for Salamone, and I know he usually does it from your stream, and probably won't end up in a quote, but. Here's one, okay? This is the age we live in. 
where Call of Duty, an arcade shooter that has tiny ass maps, has one shot kills with sniper rifles no matter where you hit them. And Battlefield, a uh, near military simulator that simulates giant battles with massive fucking maps with up to five different points on them, uh, has sniper rifles that take more than one shot to kill people. When did he say that? No, that's my that's my quote. Wow. So, what did Salamone say? No, this I'm saying he can quote it. Use the quote machine. No. <laughs> Put that in. Yeah. Put that well, in the quote. It's true. Can't take that take that with you through 2018 into 2019. It can't get any worse. And just it's, here's the thing. This is the problem with snipers not one hit killing. Now the downside of snipers is they're only good at long range. They're really hard to use. And the time to kill is infinitely low because as soon as the bullet hits, they're already dead. You can't divide by zero. So their time to kill is the fastest time to kill in the game. But if you have a bolt action, which is boom, rebolt, boom, you've just made it the worst time to kill weapon in the game. Yeah, but here's here's what people will say. And I know what you're going to respond with it. And this is what people need to understand. What you're going to say in response is what people need to understand. People are going to say, wait, you aim for your head. Yeah, well, you always aim for the head because you have to, but that doesn't mean you're going to hit it. And why is that? Well, in addition to people moving like idiots and you being so far away and bullet drop and travel time, there's also latency. There's also hitbox discrepancies and shit. There's any number of things that can keep you from getting a headshot that don't apply to real life. So the guns behave like real life, but all the mechanics still apply to a fucking internet online computer game. There is no punishment in this game for moving and shooting. Now, well, yeah, there is. Your accuracy goes down. Oh, but... not real, not enough. Let, let's put it in perspective. All right. Um, anybody can do this, okay? If you want to prove me wrong, whatever. Send me a video. Anybody can do this. You can literally go find a gun range near you. Just Google it. You can go down to a gun range. You don't have to bring your own gun. They have guns there you can shoot. Go shoot a gun at a target at a gun range and when you're shooting the target walk to walk to the side a little bit as you're taking your shot just strafe a little bit while you're taking your shot okay strafing is a video game term this is not a military term there is no strafing in military in military when you shoot you stop moving there is no moving and shooting unless you're just i don't know doing stupid movie shit where it's like I'm going to run and shoot that doesn't nobody does that by the way. You, you know how cover works? Your buddy sits on the wall that you guys are on and he uh, he gets an angle on where you know the shooter is at and he starts putting rounds on that shooter so that that guy cannot peek. Then you run. And when you get to where you're going, you get the angle on that guy and do the same thing so your buddy can get across. The whole point is that this guy hears bullets constantly hitting at him and he's not going to poke his fucking head up. Okay? You don't... It's not like you're by yourself and you're fucking Rambo from the 1990s and you're just running fucking 1984 Rambo. I'm running across the opening with my machine gun. Those bullets aren't going anywhere near the fucking guy. He's not going to give a shit. Actually, I hate to say it, but you know what game actually is probably the closest to realistic combat like that it's fucking gears of war it's like the ultimate cover shooter right like you ever get caught out in the open in that game you're fucked 
you never strafe and shoot. You always got to be behind cover and move from cover to cover. This whole thing in video games where you move and shoot at the same time, it's not a thing. It's never, it's not a thing. And it shouldn't be a thing. And there's no punishment for that in video games these days. Hardly at all. Counter-Strike was doing it back in the day. Not enough, but they were doing it. You had to stop and even crouch if you wanted to get more accuracy. More, and that was based off the stability of your weapon. They didn't have weapons way back then. They didn't have that technology because the gun was a sprite on your screen. Even so, like... Your, try- your crosshair was just a point where when you had it moused over on somebody and pulled the trigger or pressed the button, it registered as shooting that person. Now we have these... 3D bullet objects that we can program and actually have travel time and velocity on them. We put all these physics and then we just fucking, we have these developers just throw all that cool shit out the window and let you fucking move while shooting. There's no fucking disadvantage. Well, I mean, it's it's fine in a game like Call of Duty when it's like an arcade shooter. Sure, exactly. But Battlefield, like, first of all, I mean, I've actually jumped around a corner trying to shoot in Battlefield just out of habit from playing so much Call of Duty. It doesn't fucking work. Good. Shouldn't. Like even but if you land, if you land on the ground from like two feet, you're there's like your gun is moving all over the place. And that's the problem. They they play the game when you play recon in this game. It tries to play like a realistic game where there's bullet drop, there's serious bullet drop, and there's targets out in the distance, and you got to lead the target and all this shit. But the but you're sitting here doing this, and then an assault just runs around a corner full fucking speed, and then starts wiggling left and right, shooting at you. Like for him, it's not that at all. For him, it's an arcade game. For you, it's a fucking it's battlefield. Yeah, and it's fucking annoying. It's stupid. Get rid of it. Like you shouldn't be accurate at all. You can't. I'm sorry. I know it's the realism argument again, but again, this is battlefield. It's not Call of Duty. It's supposed to be realistic, not completely. I mean, realistic. look, assault is probably the least fun class, and at the same time, probably the most effective group. class at everything. They force it down your throat by making it really good at doing everything. I, I really don't understand the whole... Just get rid of assault. I mean, I've been outranged with a sniper rifle with that fucking STG assault rifle. I don't even know why they still have it. It doesn't make any sense as a class. What's your class? Assault. What do you do? I assault things. Wow. We have the <laughs> medic. We have the support. And we have the recon. And then, ladies and gentlemen, assault. Like they can't figure anything out. It's it's stupid. You also can't have different loadouts anymore. I mean, you can go in and change your weapon and change your gear whenever you want. But yeah, that's uh, Battlefield. Needs you can't to be have like about. three pre-made loadouts for each class, like you could in Battlefield One. Yeah, that's that's a regression. And you know, it's time that Battlefield just gets with the program and makes it to where just get rid of the classes. Get rid of the classes. Just do what Call of Duty thing, does. Let you make your own fucking classes. Right. It's so stupid at this point. It's so arbitrary and dumb. It made sense in Bad Company because everything had a purpose. Uh, there were. T- By the way, I just want people to go look at how many guns. Maybe I'm misremembering, but go look at how many guns were in Bad Company too. Okay, and then compare that. I know people look at Bad Company too, like Bad Company Two is great, and then people are like, "Oh, it's just nostalgia." No, it's the same thing. Like, Battlefield 1 did it kind of, but a lot of the guns were repeats, but they were, you know, again, for different purposes. And with the sweet spot mechanic, you'd have, like, three different versions of, you know, the the Gewehr 98, right? And one of them had an iron sight, 
and you can shoot and rebolt without having to de-scope. And then you had the mid-range and the long-range. But they all had the same uh, sweet spot, you know? So you'd pick your gun based on the sweet spot. But, like, if you liked using iron sights or you didn't want sniper glint, you know, you'd, you'd just pick which gun you wanted. So there was a lot of guns, but they were duplicates, some of them. And I was kind of okay with that. Battlefield 4 had a fuck ton of guns. Well, like, every gun. <laughs> and they all had different attachments and shit. Battlefield 4 was well, great. If you look at Bad Company 2, it's really when they started homogenizing. Assault used to be the ammunition guy. So it made sense. Assault had a fucking purpose. They, they, everybody had explosives to take shit out, C4 and shit like that. I get it's World War II, whatever. They, they can always find an equivalent, man. Then you had Engineer, which was a combination of specialists and demolitionists from the previous Battlefield games. Uh, and they would use like submachine guns and they had the repair tool and they could lay mines and had anti-tank launchers. These guys were the anti-tank guys, but they were also the, the tank healers and shit like that. And then you had the medic with the defibrillator and all that shit, med kits. And then you had recon and recon was your sniper that had motion sensors. They even had like mortar strikes and shit. That was the coolest thing ever. You could put, you had these binoculars. There's no reason you can't have this in World War II, by the way. There were fucking mortars in World War II. There's a fucking artillery in Battlefield One. I don't know why <clears throat> Recon doesn't have a fucking uh, an unlock for a scope where they can on a cooldown, just like in Bad Company Two, call in a goddamn mortar strike. It wasn't overpowered in that game. It wouldn't be overpowered in this game. Uh, okay, so they had a ton of fucking guns in that game because there was the concept of you had the guns that were specific to the class, and you had what was known as miscellaneous weapons. These were weapons that every class could use. And they were generally good guns. So if you didn't like playing... Listen, I'm. if they want to keep doing classes, that's fine. Whatever. But at this point, they've, they've just regressed to having so few things. Like, medics have... What are medics even anymore? They can resurrect and they have med packs. That's it. Their fucking guns are terrible. They, they like... It's, it's fucking lame. Oh, your support. What do you do? Uh, I have fucking guns with bipods and I throw ammo. Wow. Man, what a class. How about the gun has nothing to do with the class? How about that? How about the class is literally just the abilities you have or the kit that you have? Yeah. Why does and, it I mean, it's not like it would be guns? unbalanced, right? Because, like, who the fuck is going to be a medic picking a bolt action rifle? Like, you should be able to, but you're going to be at a disadvantage if you do. Even if you, even if you can, who cares? Oh my god, that medic has a bolt action rifle. Just just make it where you can't put scopes on. Well, I'm it. just saying, like you should be able to, but there's really no reason for it. As a medic, if you're actually gonna play as a medic, it's because you want to res people, not because of the guns they use. So it'll get rid of that whole thing. If you can use any oh. gun, no one's gonna pick a medic because they like the guns. More right. so in Battlefield One than, you know, Battlefield Five. People run assault more than anything because it's got some of the best guns in the game. And here's the thing. Then you'll have fucking recon guys on the back line who aren't aren't recon. They're support, so they have ammo and shit like that. And and, and which you should because play. they're constantly going to be the ones farthest away from picking up more ammo. And if you're so fucking concerned about, well, yeah, it's not, yeah, it's, but they're medics. They're not recon. What does that even mean? They changed the fucking name. It's not even a sniper. It's not even called the sniper class. Well, there's a subclass it's called, called sniper, but you know, whatever. It's called recon, and like you can do those subclasses. You could have the subclasses be the break in it. 
if you want to be the best sniper in the game, you play the sniper class that has the better breathing and the marking of targets and shit like that, the better breath holding. But if you want to pick up a fucking car 98 on a goddamn medic with a scope on it, you can do that. You're not going to be as effective as a recon, but you're still going to be effective. I just don't understand why I can't use whatever fucking gun I want. It's so fucking annoying. It's it's stupid. It's and they take way stupid. too long to level. Way Absolutely. too long. Well, maybe not the gun, but you know, unlocking the new guns fucking takes forever. Yeah, I, it's just so fucking slow to unlock the new gun. And there's only like five guns per class. Yeah, there's not a lot of guns. It's five guns per class. Trade the up. other thing they got rid of that I really liked was um, being able to choose your zoom level. In Battlefield mm. One, if you had iron sights, you could be like, "Hey, do you want this well, to be definitely. one times one point two five? And it would like depending on the sight, you got to pick exactly how much zoom. So like, you wouldn't be able to mm. iron sight it six times, but you could do between one and two. You have Call of Duty actually allowing you to put any kind of scope on just about any gun, and change the fucking design of the reticle and the color of the reticle. And here we are in Battlefield, where you can put these shitty fucking beam reticles and scopes stuff. and shit, and that's it. You wanna you wanna use iron sights? Well, this gun doesn't use the hollow sight that this gun uses. Yeah, I know they have weird hollow sights. I don't get it either. This gun doesn't use the, like this gun uses this type of sight, and this gun can use this type of sight. What do you mean, man? What do you mean? <laughs> God damn it. Yeah, it's fucking stupid. And the other thing is that where I was going with the, the zoom thing, there's still that option to have your ADS field of view relative to the field of view you have set. And I tried turning it off today so that, um, you know, the ADS did was affected by the field oh of view. Oh, my God. I you can't see the- shit. I forgot about the worst part of Battlefield. Hold on, hold on. So Battlefield the only way you could play with an iron sight like I do is if you do not have the field of view affect the ADS. Yeah. Because I tried it. You hardly zoom in at all. And see, that wasn't a problem in Battlefield 1 because I could make the ADS affected by the uh, the field of view and then have it <laughs> as a two times zoom. Yeah. Now you don't have that fucking choice. <laughs> The worst part about Battlefield 5 is there are no attachments on guns. You cannot customize weapons. You well, can, you there's can fucking five different skin. areas of the gun you could put skins on, which yeah, five is areas fucking stupid. Stupid skins on that you keep unlocking. And by the way, we've been playing for how many hours? Like we've like been 20, playing all maybe. weekend, and we've un- all I've unlocked are predator skins. Yeah, which is just shitty. Puke green colored camo. Green colored camo for the whole fucking gun on every fucking gun, basically. And here's the best part. (laughs) Like I said, you can't do attachments on guns. There's just the scope. So, you know, you know, back in Battlefield 3, bipods were an attachment. You want to put a bipod on? Now you can fucking bipod the gun and have more stability. Or you put a foregrip. All of that shit is gone. There are no attachments. There's this stupid specialization system, which is like a talent tree, which is shit like, do you want either A... Yeah, which you have to buy with the same currency speed. that yeah. you use to buy new skins and shit. It's all which, one by fucking the way, currency. The only way you can get that currency is by completing these like achievement things that you can get on a daily. 
or you buy it, you pay real money to get those points. Or you level up. It gives it to you when you level up. Yeah, but you, unless you play for a very, very long time, you will not be able to upgrade every single gun. It's like you got to pick here's the, the guns you like the most and just upgrade them all the way and stick with them. Good luck. Uh, I unlocked a gun that's pretty strong, but it, you can only hip fire it unless you have the bipod deployed. Uh -huh. The bipod's really fickle in Battlefield because it's still the old system they've been using for a long time, and it just doesn't work half the time. Half the time, you're, you got your bipod deployed, and then you turn to the left just a little bit, and then it's not deployed anymore because the windowsill has like a little lip in it or something like that, and it decided it's not there anymore. I've and I've had times where the game is like detecting, oh, there's definitely there's definitely something to put the bipod on. But as I move the game, like I've I've shot people, and as I move and follow them as they run, the game like checks to see if there's bipod deployment capable there. And as it checks, it removes my my ADS. So I'm shooting at a guy, and then it whoa, whoa, it's like fucking annoying. Yeah, and so you're many forced to use that gun until you unlock a new one. Yeah, because the only other option is a 20 fucking round, has a fucking support, a 20 round gun <laughs> or a shotgun. I, what the fuck, man? Maybe you should just use the shotgun. It's fucking trash. It is trash. And the specialization system is garbage. The specialization system, by the way, I know what you're thinking. Oh, they that's that's the attachments. That's just doing what the attachments did. No, it's not. It's uh, tier one. Do you want either a 10% bullet speed, 10% increase to your bullet speed, or B, would you like 33% faster ADS? What the fuck does it, first of all, what does that even mean? I don't know what those numbers mean in terms of 10%, 10% of what? A hundred? Like how fast is the bullet going right now? It, because it, it makes a big fucking difference because if the bullet speed is 10, 10% is 1. So now it's 11? Yeah. But if it's like 100, 10% is like what? 110%? Well, here's what they want you to do, right? They want you to get a gun and they want you to pick the talents for it. And then they want you to buy a second copy of the gun and put different talents on it. Yeah. Correct. No. Because most of the time, there's a very clear better or worse option. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Like, at the very wow. end, the options were... Oh, God, I don't even remember what they were for the, the gun I like to use. One of them was the bipod. Oh, my God, yeah. And the other the, one was... the sniper was rifle is very clear. The sniper rifle is like... Uh, the last one for sniper rifles that are bold action is always, or usually at least, uh, one of them is like something arbitrary, but then the other one is just garbage. It's like, you can fucking change the... You could change the zeroing... <laughs> yeah there's always a very clear one and for the semi-auto for the life of me i can't remember what it is it wasn't great but it was way better than having a bipod the bipod is such a fucking liability all the time because it all constantly pops out when you don't want it to and it, if I, I see i don't use it so i don't know if it's still it's carried over from uh diving too it's so stupid well, i don't know if it carried over running. from the beta where it still has that fucking glitch where you're trying to like push the bipod out and it's just not there. So it just looks like you're waving your fucking hand in the air. Yes, that's still a thing. And if you're, if you have the bipod deployed and you're moving left and right, that will happen often. You would just fucking kick your hand out. Even if you're in the middle of firing, 
Yeah, it'll do it when you're ADS, too, and it completely fucks up your aim. So do not use a bipod ever. There's no fucking reason for it. A you're on mouse and keyboard. You can do it. You don't need it for a sniper ever. A Recoil does not fucking matter a on a sniper. bipod button, and then you can only, like, turn a certain degree. Oh, yeah, that was the... Okay, so the ZK79 or whatever it is, the semi-auto, yeah. <laughs> the options are less recoil or bipod <laughs> on the last tier. So, uh, yeah, less same, recoil. By the way. <laughs> I mean, I kind of get it. I kind of get I mean, the bipod, bipod on like a light machine a gun with a hundred rounds that really kicks yeah. all over the place. But why the fuck would you ever need it on a sniper? You need to yeah. rebolt anyway. And on semi-autos, yeah. the recoil is not that bad. So, uh, it's gonna, what? It's not going to matter. It's like they don't play the game. They don't play the game. <laughs> it's fucking, it's ridiculous. There's so much good with it. Yeah, I'm so. They got okay. So good stuff. Uh, they got rid of suppression. To a degree, no suppression is still there. In fact, I have like a thing that that. I mean, I haven't had my aim be fucked up. I mean, uh, granted, you're usually dead now like, because light machine guns are so fucking op. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Here's the thing. I, I've no, you've heard me say this before, but I don't think the podcast has. You don't need suppression in a video game. When you're getting shot at and you're trying to snipe, you are already under pressure. You don't need the game adding artificial shit well, being like, well, you're under pressure and also your character's under pressure and we're going to show you that by completely fucking up your aim and making your screen dark. Here's the problem with this game developer and I'm, I don't know, maybe a lot of game developers suffer from this problem and we talk about World of Warcraft a lot and how they suffer from this problem where they'll implement something and then later on they'll implement something that completely contradicts what they implemented previously but they don't remove that thing. So two battlefields ago, I believe it was battlefield three, they incorporated a mechanic on support called suppression. The idea here was that when you were coming from bad company two, uh, engineers were uh, not engineers, but uh, medics were really fucking strong with their LMGs because medics had the LMGs. They're really strong because they could just set those up in windows and just fucking rain fire down on people all day long. And they were like lasers and they did a lot of damage. And so when they went into Battlefield 3 and they gave those guns over to support, they wanted to change that to where support was more about deploying weapon, uh, deploying shit and, and tank busting. But at the same time, like, you know, and they, they were kind of moving away from tank busting on support. But at the same time, they wanted their guns to be useless without them being murderers because they wanted that to be assault. So what they did was they introduced a suppression mechanic because if you go back and play Battlefield 3, they're not laser beams. Those things kick all over the place, even with bipods. You really have to put down shots. Just eh, duh, duh, duh. That's why in Battlefield 3 and Battlefield 4, it's so serious. Like You get so blurry. Your screen gets so blurry in those Well, it's not even about suppressed. the blur. It's that the bullets stop going when you're aiming. That's the big problem. Well, that's a, that was an addition in Battlefield Four, but so that's the that's an expansion of the the suppression system. So that's why they had that because if you had an LMG in Battlefield Three and you shot at somebody, it was going you weren't hitting them that often. So at least your bullets were being useful. It'd be like, oh, what what is my job as support? Well, I'm giving ammo, but I'm also suppressing people. So that sniper over there is having a hard time sniping our people, and my guy can help can get them. So you felt useful. And then in Battlefield 4, they, they upped the suppression system a little bit. 
and then Battlefield One, they started kind of making LMGs better at aiming again. Back to back again, it's it's like the old people leave and the new people come in and start making the same mistakes the previous people did. Here we are in Battlefield Five, and uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> we're in Battlefield Five, and the LMGs are laser beams. Yeah, uh, they're just as good at all I mean, the effective just, ranges as a sniper, if not better. Know, yeah, if you want to know what I'm talking about, go. It's going to be a salty experience for you, but go watch my stream from last night. It's, it's or my stream from last night. All I played, well, all I played, well, you played a sniper the whole time. Yeah, all and I, I got played, killed by a lot of fucking light machine guns. <laughs> I played, I played support most of the fucking time. I'm not even great. At, Seeker's way better at aiming than I am. I was murdering people, especially at the end. Go. God, I, I wish I had... Last night, we turned off the stream, and then we played one more round on that map, and I proned out in the snow, and I killed about 20 fucking people without them ever even knowing I was there because they had no idea. Yeah, you can't spot get, anymore. As soon so. as you get... As soon as they're getting shot at, they're dead. It's over. There's no chance for them. If they don't... The only time I die as a support, as a support is if I get spotted first. It's... It, uh, this is how it goes. I post up on a bridge on a fucking thing. I kill a guy. Gah, 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 gah. I kill another guy. Gah, 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 gah. I get sniped in the head. Those two guys had no fucking chance. This guy over here that sniped me in the head was watching this shit happen and just was able to put a bead on my head. And he would have been dead next if he didn't have that opportunity. <laughs> if he missed, he'd be fucking dead. But these guys couldn't see me. I was proned out next to a fucking box. They couldn't. They could barely see me because the way the the, the the plotting system works now. So... They're just getting wrecked. They're coming in. They, they look like they these people looked like they were lost. They would walk out into the open and they their friend would die and they'd be like, what the fuck? Where'd that come from? Oh, I'm dead. <laughs> just over and over. Like the kill feed was amazing. It was crazy. People were going to call me a hacker if I killed anybody else. <laughs> they stopped, they, I didn't even die. They just stopped coming. And yeah, I'm not we did that a about, few times when I was sniping and you were doing the light machine gun. Like yeah. We would just fucking clear out a whole area. Another wave would come in, clear out that yeah, area. And yeah. then they would just fucking stop coming. It's like we conditioned them to fear that area. <laughs> and this last game we played, I'm not even talking about how that was happening. In that segment, when you're watching us do that, I'm just kind of marking people with my bullets and he's finishing them. I'm getting a couple taps on him because it's not really good at range, which is good. It shouldn't be. I mean, it's, it's good at certain ranges, but it ain't good at maximum ranges. Uh, but in this last game we played, Wait, I'm gun? not talking about trickling through uh, the, the LMGs. I'm no. not talking about trickling through here. I'm not talking about like a guy came through and died and then his friend came through. I'm talking about it was, if you ever played Overwatch, it was a target-rich environment, okay? Like, <laughs> I mean, there's five guys in front of me, and that's I'm killing them so quickly they cannot react and kill me. There's, they don't... And this gun, I've upgraded with specialization. It's got 75 bullets in But the only downside of this gun is you have to be deployed on a bipod. This worked because they, I was prone. When you're prone, the fucking bipod system works perfectly. <laughs> but good luck finding any spots where you can prone out <laughs> and not look like a fucking idiot. And... uh <clears throat> Yeah, they're really good at range, but Jesus Christ. It's, just, it, it's fucking incredibly ridiculous. But at the same time, those guns perform like that in Battlefield Five. yet there's still a suppression system. There's an upgrade for one of the guns that you get that's like increases the suppression. There's achievements, or like the little little achievement things you complete to get points that's like 
suppress five people. Fully suppressed, by the way. It says specifically fully suppress five players in one match. What the fuck does fully suppress like you mean? You purposefully have to miss. Yeah. <laughs> Why not just kill him? I'm pretty sure dying is suppression. <laughs> <laughs> I suppressed him. How'd you do that? He's fucking dead. <laughs> What about percent. medics? You played medic. What are their guns like? They got. I know medic, you said they got medic, submachine guns. What else do they got? Medics have very inaccurate submachine guns, except for the third one you get. That's as far as I've gotten. The third submachine gun. It's pretty decent. I've been killing people with it. You just you gotta tap it. Tap, 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 tap. You can get headshots with it. It's pretty decent. But the life of a medic is just throw med packs and res people. That's it. That's it. Yeah, but don't they have like, a different weapon like type? I thought everyone had two. I don't know. I haven't come across it with that case. So far, it's just had SMGs. Uh, in Battlefield 1, medics had what? Like DMR type guns? They were like... Uh, yeah, little... those DMRs and um, I think like two automatics, but they weren't really as good as... Yeah, they're not as, They're not this good this time around. Well, maybe. I, I mean, I haven't unlocked all of them. The Fedorov in Battlefield 1 was really good. It was basically the first version of the AK. Let's and then they had the DMRs. Uh, according to this, oh god, this guy's got it separated into like weapon type. Great. Checks in thick. Probably got all the fucking numbers. You know exactly how good every gun is. So according to this list, the best assault weapons are the M1907SF, which I die to that a lot. The Turner SMLE, I die to that a lot. The best medic weapons are the Suomi KP31. It's the second weapon you unlock. I disagree. Got a lot of kick to it. I mean, I guess technically that's like a DMR. It feels like a submachine gun. It, it's definitely a submachine gun in terms of its its magazine, but whatever. And then the third best is the the second best that they're saying is the one I'm using right now, which is the MP40. MP40 you can tap people with. That's a, that's a sad sign, by the way, that those two guns. They're telling me those two guns are the best because whew, the 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 first one, the Suomi, has like no fucking control. The MP40 has a lot of control, but it's underwhelming. The bullets are very underwhelming. Um, you hit people with it from a range, it just seems like it does no damage. According to this, the best support weapons are the KE7 and the MG34. The MG34, by the way, is exactly what I've been killing people with. It's the bipod-only weapon. And the best recon weapons, according to this, are the Model 8, which I believe is what I use Yeah. right now. It's the uh, auto-fire. And the Gever M95. Okay, well, the Model 8 is not better than what I'm using. Just saying. <laughs> well, take that with a grain of salt on how this fucking person... Can I just see the list of medic weapons? I mean, that'd be cool. Here we go. All unlocks. Check this out. All rank unlocks. Oh my god, assault class unlocks. With coins. <laughs> Ruby pistol. <laughs> You watch, I guarantee you, as the game progresses, every single fucking recon is going to be using uh, at least the Model 8 or the other. I can't even remember the name what I'm using. It's like the, you know, Z, I'll the ZK go over this something. Real quick for people, just because some people might want to know this before they buy the game. So here's an example of medic class unlocks in terms of progression. Uh, rank 1, you unlock Battlefield Coins. That's the currency system that you have to buy uh, or you just unlock when leveling up. 
And you also unlock the second gun, the Suomi KP 31 SMG. Rank two, you unlock the smoke grenade. Rank three, the ruby pistol. Rank four, battlefield coins, medical crate, hatchet. Medical crate's not good, by the way. You put it on the ground and people have to touch it. There's no extra benefit to the medical crate. And maybe it heals a little bit faster, but it's just better to be a medic behind people throwing med packs at them so they can keep fighting. Yeah, well, you know, at least they learned their lesson from Battlefield 4 when assault was the medic class. All you did was every time you're, like, peeking a corner... You put that fucking medic crate down, and it just heals you continuously. So you just peek. If you get shot a few times, you're just healed think the almost class instantly. System was the best in in bad company too. It just made a lot of sense, but whatever. Uh, recon actually made sense because they were calling in strikes and shit. Um, rank five, you get the M1911 pistol. Rank six, the MP40 and the AP mine, which is a fucking joke, by the way. Uh, I got thirty points from an AP mine going off on somebody. I've never died to an AP mine. The only thing the AP mine serves good for is if you're a sniper and you put it in a building and it goes off and you get registration. Oh yeah, from like it. recon, bouncing Betty's still fucking useless. Yeah, that's um, the AP mine. Is it? Okay. Well, yeah, I've walked over one of those and it's just gone off in my face and I didn't die. Yeah. I've thrown grenades at people, a frag grenade, one. it goes off right on top of them, they don't fucking die. I've, <laughs> I've killed some people with frag grenades, but I'm pretty sure they were weak when it happened. Yeah. Uh, rank seven, you get the club and the PO8 pistol. Rank eight, you get battlefield coins, combat medic combat roll. Rank nine, incendiary grenade. Rank ten, medic proficiency special, uh, one special assignment, and the MP28 SMG. This is how long it takes to unlock guns. By the way, uh, we've been playing all weekend. I'm rank seven. I've been playing the shit out of medic. Rank eleven, M19, uh, twelve pistol. Rank twelve, the shovel. Rank thirteen, EMP AMG. Rank 14 pickaxe, rank 15 MK6 revolver, rank, look at that, <laughs> rank 16 MP34 SMG, rank 17 Kukri knife, rank 18 battlefield coins, British army jackknife, rank 19 liberator, which is fucking retarded, it's a one shot tiny pistol. Yeah, we haven't had a chance to use it yet, so I don't even know and if that's one a one shot, shot, one kill. By one shot, I mean it shoots once. Yeah, one rank shot 20. and then you reload. And then at rank 20, you get the M1928A1 SMG, the Medical Mastery 1 Specialist Assignment. By the way, assignments are just things, they're like achievements. Not like so challenges, at, you get to pick at them At rank up. 20, you unlock the ability to do a challenge. It's not something extra. So there's your unlock list there for all 20 ranks for um, Battlefield 5. And again, I've been playing... now. Uh, to be fair, Seeker's been playing uh, Recon the whole time. What rank are you? Um, 10. 10. I've been playing all the classes the whole time. I'm level 6 in Assault. I'm level 7 in Medic. I'm level 8 in Support. And I just started playing Support Saturday. And I'm level 8 in uh, Recon. So the first 10 level ranks... Or the first eight ranks, I believe, pretty quick. After that, pretty downhill. <laughs> yeah, it took fucking forever to get from nine to ten. Probably t fucking six to ten rounds of conquest. So that's like three hours, four hours, something like that. Yikes. Yeah, it's pretty. Uh, it's pretty ridiculous. But the thing is, is like in the past Battlefield games, there was so much to unlock that you leveled up faster and like you would just be constantly unlocking shit, unlocking shit, unlocking shit. This one, there's nothing to unlock. Like 
there's like what six guns six guns per class and then like six uh sidearms yeah one or two additional uh tools and or gadgets or whatever the fuck they call them in each slot so there's not a whole lot to to unlock i mean we've been playing all weekend i think my overall ranking is like 14 here's what i've learned though uh this whole stint into world war one and world war two here's what i've learned uh they do really good single player game experiences for those i think single player is really interesting in world war one and world war two multiplayer fucking sucks and I'll tell you why multiplayer sucks. Uh, the scopes, the iron sights, they're all fucking terrible. They're, they're trash. I like the iron sights. And, well, on some guns. Yeah, but you, you're telling me you wouldn't rather have a goddamn classic red dot? Like a modern day red dot? Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I'm saying when it comes to multiplayer, they need to they need to go back to modern day military. And they need to stick with it and just keep upgrading and making it better. Uh, and then come out with single-player experiences for your World War One and World War Two games because this has just been an atrocious experience. This is I don't. This is barely a World War Two game. I mean, barely. There's Absolutely. no. You don't get any of the classic World War Two moments in single-player. It's all like. Well, not yet. We've only played two missions. We played two out of three, and I'm not even no, sure if I'm going to play the fine. third one. Like they were so bad. This really stealth focus. It's like these personal stories that have really very little to do with the war. I mean, they even say it. After you beat the second mission, the little, like, word wall pops up. It's like, uh, many of the things that happened in World War II were these un- untold stories of these unreported. heroes. It's like, you just made it up. That's what that means. Unreported, yeah, you made it up. That means, uh, unreported means it didn't fucking exist. How could you fucking know? Yeah, it's like, that's great that that happened, but no one fucking cares. Like, they were playing a World War II game so we could fucking storm Normandy, you know? You don't get that. Mm-hmm. It's the equivalent of being like, hey, uh, you know, everybody's house on this block has been broken into. It's just been unreported. Yeah. Well, how the fuck do you know that? <laughs> yeah. How do you know that? Where Where is the report for this information you're getting? Seriously. How could you possibly know that? Well, somebody told me. <laughs> yeah. No, like where, you could say that and it's it? probably true, you know, not, yeah, there's a lot of, I mean, that's basically what they're saying. There's a lot of shit that happened during the war that no one knows about. Just say like, you yeah, made it up. Sure. acting like it's act. Now the way they paint it is like, it's an actual thing that happened with people. They're like, we're basing this off of the idea that the Germans were trying to create a hydrogen bomb. And we know that the Norwegian resistance stop them from getting like heavy water and shit like that okay what the fuck does that have to do with one girl and her mom and yeah. wonder woman this woman is like wonder woman by the way yeah it's she dies of hypothermia like what 10 times and just wakes up listen you can have all the complaints you want about uh, these incels and women in games they don't like women it has nothing to do with that this is exactly what people like this were talking about. Yeah, you get the fucking insane. Listen, you're going to get crazy people on either side. You don't argue the crazy. It's like it's like if I were to say, hey, do you think aliens exist in this universe, my dude? And then this guy over, I'm in the middle saying, let's have a conversation of whether or not we think aliens exist. And you are, you are skeptical that they exist. And I'm skeptical that they do exist. 
And then you have this guy over here that's like, there's absolutely no way aliens exist. And then you have this crazy fucker over here that's like, you're Anunnaki, you live on Nibiru, and it visits us every fucking 15, to, to 2012. It's going to swing by, and we're going to be able to jump ship onto it with little arcs and shit. Like, you don't argue with that fucking guy. You argue with me because I'm the sane one. It's the same thing in this situation. You don't argue with the people that are like, there were no women in World War II. Like, yeah, of course there were, but there were, who cares? That's not the point. They're being uh, they're being unrealistic, man, to a point that it just doesn't make any sense. They try to play themselves up as like, oh, we are a war. We're trying to create an experience. Like, they take. It's not like they're. You're not playing the single player campaign, and they're like, I hope you had fun in this totally ex thing in this thing that we pulled out of our ass just to entertain you. No, they're they're like in your face, fucking serious. They're like, in World War II. There were countless stories like this one that nobody knew about or that went unreported. Like, they're so fucking serious about it. Like, when you watch a movie like Tremors, okay, that movie is knows that it's ridiculous. Every fucking five minutes, every time somebody winds up dead or something, they're trying, they're like, oh shit, let's fucking leave this town. And the whole fucking time they're trying to leave the town. And that's the joke. They're never like they're never serious. Like, by the way, audience, there could be shit in the ground for real. Like, it's never like that. It's just a fun, good time. And they don't do that in this game. They try to shove it in your face like it's real shit. I, I'm I'm half expecting a, a like a moment where there's some genocidal mention of the Jews or something. They're they're, they're way too serious. But then at the same time, you play Wonder Woman. And what do I mean by that? Okay, you play this girl that's like a teenager or some shit, and her mother is a resistance member, and you go you go to save her, and you start the mission out. Spoiler alert, by the way, not that it fucking matters. You start the mission out on skis, and it's cool, and you're skiing through like James fucking Bond, and you're sneaking around, taking people out. And then there's this segment where you find the mom, and you you rendezvous with her at the bridge. You get to the bridge and she throws you off the bridge with the information that she found for the resistance. Yeah. You're supposed and to, to put that in context. Uh, you were surrounded. She didn't, which is like, Hey, thanks yeah. for coming. And just kick yeah, you yeah. off a bridge. Like you it were was surrounded. <laughs> yeah. She throws you off the bridge. Now that's not, there's no water under the bridge. First of all, it's like maybe a 40 to 50 foot drop into snow and ice and, and rock. rock. <laughs> and she's, she's handed you this leather pouch that has information that you need to get to the resistance. That's what she says. What happens afterwards is, is you, you're wearing this clothing you've been wearing the whole time. Suddenly this like survival mechanic comes in where you got to get to fire. So you're going from fire to fire, killing these Nazis as you're being pursued by dogs and shit off in the distance. You don't really see them. You just hear them. It's just like a little aesthetic thing. You get to the fire, you put your hand out. There's no like meter for it or visual indicator that you're freezing. It's just trying to get the point across that she's feeling the weather now. So you you keep going. You run across this fucking. You lose all your guns, lake. by the way. Yeah. By the way, you're running across a frozen lake at one point. Just throwing that out there for people that are smarter than a bullfrog, because at another point, you uh, find non-frozen water. And it's not a stream. It's just still water. And you fall into it. 
you fall into the water and it's that little scene that they had in the trailer where she's falling into the water and she she gets first of all she manages to get out of the water completely soaked and she's walking in the snow for what i would say is maybe 2000 meters something like that it's got to be something big like that there's like a shack way it's off in like the a mile at least a mile it's like a mile at one point she passes out and then she's she's visibly <laughs> freezing and at one point she passes out and it's her mother's like talking to her the whole fucking time like it's uh, not realistically it's just in her in head, her head and like you have to keep going now you might think maybe her mother got shot and is killed no her mother's fine she's alive so it's not like ghost mom coming through the television it's straight up just fucking you have to keep going fight stronger you got to get this message to the resistance oh go 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 and she at, so, at just at some point randomly she's up and running to the fucking shack she runs into the shack hypothermia runs into the shack having just fell over and collapsed and, well that happens several times on your way there oh, yeah. like you she, the screen goes black a like a bunch of times and here's the best part she runs into the shack there's a german soldier there Looks like he's maybe 340 pounds, right? No, this girl maybe is maybe 250. This, <laughs> sorry, not 300. Sorry, 240 pounds is what I meant. This this girl is like one 110, 120. She's hypothermic. She hits him with a glass bottle. He's wearing a helmet. She hits him <laughs> with a glass bottle. And then she, he falls over and she chokes him with his own gun from behind, overpowering him. This is what these people, when people say this is not realistic, this is what it means. This is not some bullshit where it's like men and women aren't equal. It's it's the audience becoming more intelligent, just like movies like we talked about earlier, and people are expecting more shit, okay? Do you think Daenerys Targaryen can overpower and kill Khal Drogo? No, okay? Nobody would accept that in Game of Thrones. Nobody. Not once would it have ever been accepted in Game of Thrones. In Game of Thrones, nobody would accept Sansa overpowering anybody. Okay? Anyone. Well, maybe Bran. Oh, okay. <laughs> a, a child. <laughs> a fucking impotent child. <laughs> no, it's not acceptable in that show because you expect realistic shit from that show. I'm sorry. That's just a fact. Yes, Women can get as strong as men. Uh, fucking, there are MMA fighters and shit. This is just a, this is a 120 pound girl. No, it's not even about that. If it was the other way around and you played as that 250 pound German soldier and you fucking fell into the in freezing water, and he would also be done. Yes, he yeah, would also be done. And then fucking like walked a mile, has hypothermia, passed out, walked into that room, and that girl was in there and he overpowered the girl, that would still be bullshit. Like and the problem, it doesn't fucking matter to... how big you're like, you're, you're on the and verge of death. You shouldn't even be able to walk. Your muscles are beyond yeah. your fucking willpower to control at this point. Yeah. It's not even about willpower. It's about your body shutting down and there's nothing you can do about it. <clears throat> I don't care how strong you are. If you don't get oxygen to your brain, you die. That's it. doesn't I mean, matter how you can do this experiment. Uh, go fill up a fucking icy bucket of water and stick your hand in it until you literally can't take it anymore. And then take the hand that was frozen and sh close it into a fist and open it as fast as you can. Okay. And then do that with your warm hand and see what the difference is. 
Because, yeah. I mean, you think like, yeah, I could totally do it. Sounds easy. You, you fucking can. Yeah. It's beyond you. Yep. It's not. It doesn't matter how strong you are, how disciplined you are. You can practice that every day. You get a little bit better. That's about it. Uh, I'm supposed to believe this girl's been falling in the fucking ice all the time. Bullshit. By the way, how's that water not frozen? It's just it's stupid shit. And listen, I'm going to get a slightly political right here. It's it's electronic gaming mostly. It, yes, it's fucking bullshit because I can't trust that it's not SJW garbage. Okay, because every fucking company in game development now has like some fucking thing where it's a spotlight dev and it's some woman that's like, hey, representation matters. And it's, it's, it's just constant shit over and over. So I got to sit here going, why are they putting Wonder Woman in this fucking game? Like, it's just two strong, powerful women. Like, I, I, I'm fine with strong women. I play female characters all the time. I think Tomb Raider's fine. Handle it. But be realistic about it. When you play Tomb Raider, she doesn't just fucking survive insurmountable shit. She gets impaled with shit and dies. Get all the time and survive be fucking realistic man stop putting it in I, I can't listen i can suspend my disbelief and, and enjoy a movie where there's some girl and she's doing martial arts and fighting a guy 10 times her size and winning whatever i can suspend my disbelief sometimes yeah, but look you I'm play to your guy, strengths right like you're fighting someone who's really fucking huge you're fucking quick and nimble you know, death by a thousand yeah, cuts. I mean, that's, like that's still not a thing. But I can. I'm the kind of guy that'll watch the Expendables and enjoy it because I can. I can suspend disbelief. I'm that kind of person. A lot of people can't do that. Okay, so it's not. It's not infilled complaining about women. It's fucking stupid. Okay, just stop. God damn it! It's not always the extreme ends of shit. I'm just throwing that out there because this this game has had that controversy. And yeah, it's stupid. Anytime you complain about that, people are like, I oh, a fucking look at him. He's probably an incel complaining about this woman beating up a man. Yeah, fight me in real life. Any woman right now, I'll fight you in real life. Let's go. <laughs> we'll, we'll do it for money. I'll fucking, I, I don't want money. I don't want the money. You can have money though if you beat me. One-on-one, -on -one, fair fight, no weapons, no bullshit. You fight me, not I'm going to find some fucking Russian behemoth to fight for you. Now, if the Russian behemoth wants to fight me for money, let's do it. I'll fucking do it. If I fucking put it, it's fucking ridiculous. I've seen people do experiments. There's like this chick that's a fighter that she does actual fucking like weightlifting and shit like that. And she was like, I mean, there's a reason there's weight classes, first of all, even amongst men. Okay. There's a reason there's weight classes. Mike Tyson would fucking murder Conor McGregor. You understand? <laughs> because the si the size difference is a serious issue. Yeah, you is want a good point. example of that? Go play one of the Fight Night games and make yourself a fucking heavyweight and then go fight one of the featherweights. They can't even fucking damage you and you just beat the shit out of them. Well, even in real life, it's a thing. Like, yeah, but I'm just saying, that's the most representative weight class difference like in a video Lesnar. game. Compared to real life. If you don't know who Brock Lesnar is, Google Brock Lesnar right now. I'm going to give you a moment. Just going to give you a moment real quick. Go no, ahead. we don't need more dead air. No, no, no. Go ahead. I'm, I'm going to keep talking. We just Google it. By now, you should have Googled it. Look at that man. Look at that fucking person. You're going to tell me? This is why wrestling is fake, okay? Now, of course, the guys are athletes and they hurt themselves. But it's fake in terms of who wins and who loses. This is obvious. We all know this. 
even people that enjoy wrestling. We know that. Okay? There's no way Brock Lesnar loses to a fucking five foot one Lucha Libre. Okay? It's just not going to happen. Fucking guy's going to spin around his neck. Brock Lesnar's going to just grab him. And then he's going to drive him into the fucking ground. Okay? That guy is a giant because he's an ex-MMA fighter. And he's gone back and forth. Conor McGregor would never be able to defeat Brock Lesnar. They're in different weight classes. And the same goes for men and women. Most men are in a separate weight class from women. But even when you... Now, there's people that want to argue the whole bone density thing. Whatever. I mean, that's true. It's scientifically proven. But, like, that's not what I'm arguing here. I'm arguing the point that I cannot believe that a 120-pound hypothermic woman goes into a fucking cabin and fights a Russian soldier that's twice her size, overpowers him, and chokes him out with his own fucking gun. It's just... Just stop. You could have been more creative. Why did the German soldier even have to be there? By the way, she collapses on the ground after that, and there's no fire in the cabin. She doesn't take her clothes off and, and dry out the clothes like you have to do with actual fucking hypothermia. She just passes out on the floor and wakes up later fine, and then just like awkwardly drinks whatever's in front of her. What is that? Is that necessary? Oh, she's thirsty. What? <laughs> And then goes back out into the snow, but it's okay because the oh, sun's yeah, out. Oh, that's yeah, the, that's the best part. So she goes back out into the snow and, and, and skis her way to not the resistance, but the location to stop the fucking entire thing from happening. She does it all by herself. Wonder Woman. Wow. Yep. Unbelievable. It's just... And then it's single player is really bad. <laughs> It really is. Well, it's, they could. It's if it, they need to focus on World War II type shit. You've come back to it. It's been years since we've had a Normandy beach storming. Yeah, it was getting tired back then, but you, you've been gone for so long. You can do it again. This is not what I want. I want Saving Private Ryan events. I want shit like that when I play a World War II game. I don't want some shit was like, oh man, we dropped in behind enemy lines with parachutes. And then we we skulked around in the bushes and sabotaged the first mission. The first mission a, takes place in the desert somewhere. <laughs> you play as a guy who is a you play a solid snake, who an idiot version of solid snake, who weighs ninety pounds and looks like a fucking incel, and you skulk around blowing shit up. It's like playing Far Cry. It's literally like playing Far Cry. And then in the second mission, you play a 110-pound female Norwegian woman who's also solid snake. It's fucking insane. You're taking out entire armies by yourself. It's It didn't happen, people. Even special forces isn't special forces the way we think today. It's, just, it's not a thing. SEAL Team 10 goes in to kill Osama bin Laden. One guy. One of the fucking helicopters crashes. That is not solid snake, okay? It's not a thing. There's not one man skulking around. It doesn't work that way. Special Forces is like teams of fucking eight SEALs or some shit like that. And they're fucking coordinating attacks and shit that have been planned out through satellite imaging. And it's it's a it's a bash and grab. You know, they go in, they do the fucking job, and they get out as quickly as fucking possible. They're not skulking around a fucking complex or a region for fucking two hours taking out and 
20 to 80 fucking Germans. It's not a thing. Fuck. It's you, the most realistic thing they had was in Battlefield 1 where you're a pilot and you land behind enemy lines and your objective is to get back to your people. That that was good because it involved sneaking around more than it did eliminating Nazis. It, it, just imagine it's World War II and you're a fighter pilot and you get shot down over fucking Berlin. Okay? It, it's not like there's Nazis around every corner with guns and fucking badges. There's people living there and shit. You could blend in. You could probably blend in and try to fucking make your way out, unless you were a black guy or something. But you could you could try to blend in. And it's not going to be you skulking around through the shadows, shooting people in the head. Maybe one or two people you'd have to do that with, but most of it's going to be just trying to get back to the front line. And then at the end of that mission, by the way, it's great. You have to you have to low crawl through fucking trenches and shit to get back to your side, and you finally do. It's great. But this game's like, nah, man, you crouch running through the fucking frozen forest and you, you've killed a hundred Germans. Yeah. Jesus I mean, God. they want you to do stealth, but like most games that do stealth the right way, you know, they've set the patrol routes there. They've set it up. So there's multiple ways to do it, to give you the sense that, you know, you came up with the plan, even though there's already like, it's like D and D, right? Like you yeah, think you made the choice, but it's already laid out. Yeah. This game just puts a cluster of fucking enemies in the middle of, like, you gotta go destroy all these barrels at one point, and there's just fucking enemies everywhere, and you just fucking immediately get spotted. There's no fucking way to sneak in there and take them. You're way out in the open, and then every fucking event that they try to set up for stealth just ends up with you running away, turning around, taking a few pot shots, taking out one guy, and then running away again. It's like Far Cry Light. The stealth is possible, but you're better off just, like, eliminating them yeah well what happens is if you don't make it to the alarm and disable the alarm someone's gonna fucking get there you can't kill people you don't have enough ammo to kill everyone and stop that guy from getting to the alarm so he's inevitably gonna get to the alarm and when he does these fucking flamethrower guys show up which you know just like battlefield one which was a big fucking mistake they take like 17 fucking headshots to kill it's like they're super soldiers or some shit now granted those aren't in multiplayer thank god they took away those classes but like that's that's just every fight pretty much so i don't know why they went i mean we're I, let's reserve Again, judgment on the third one but the first problem. two scenarios are like heavily stealth focused that have really nothing to do with world war 2 it's not the world war 2 you're thinking of it could have honestly the they could have taken these stories replaced the nazis with any random villain and put it yeah. in any fucking time period it's a fucking cookie cutter copy paste fucking story yeah, and with a fucking World War Two topping, it wouldn't even be a problem if they wouldn't try to take it so goddamn serious at the end of every one of these missions and put this black screen with this fucking dramatic music and this text about how this kind of shit was really happening. No, it wasn't. Okay, it wasn't happening. It wasn't. Even the resistance isn't the resistance like you think it is. It's not people running in back alleys and shit. It's mostly shit not happening. You know how I know? Because the resistance didn't bring down the Nazis. You know who brought down the Nazis? Uh, Mark! <laughs> <laughs> Was that the right answer? Is that the answer you're looking for? Uh, to a degree. I'll tell you who brought down the Nazis, okay? Eight, eight to ten million people. 
brought down the Nazis. Okay. <clears throat> Eight to yeah, ten million dead fucking people. Big resistance. And, and none of them were resistance members. Well, oh, some of them were, okay. I'm sure. But most of them, most of them were just military. This whole idea of like a resistance on the inside is so fucking stupid in every fucking case. Resistances hardly ever work. The only resistances that have been very, very good in the past were the were the French Revolution and the fucking American Revolution. Those are the only examples of resistances working. No, there were stories, man. I, they're unreported, but trust me, there were stories of like, there were definitely <laughs> resistance out there in Germany. Like, have you ever seen the movie Valkyrie? It's not real. It's not real. Okay. Yeah, and it you know what? Happened. It carries over to multiplayer too. Like you don't get any of the classic World War II maps. You got one that's in the mountains. Could have been any mountain during any time. The only thing is you get World War II guns and planes. And that's get it. Shit like you get they got Rotterdam, which is probably the best map. It's probably the closest to an actual World War II setting. Yeah. It's just a fucking city before it gets destroyed. Yeah, the maps are the worst. <laughs> uh what are some of the other ones? I can't remember right now. Uh, that's a lot of fucking outdoor maps with like one is like like a fucking destroyed castle or something battlefield one where it was all fucking flattened bullshit yeah um that uh, what's that grand operations that game mode is fucking god awful um so there's like three phases the first phase the attackers jump in from an airplane while the defenders are there and you got to carry these bombs to two different points and then it shifts and you got to do the same thing three times. Uh, so as you're coming in on these airplanes, they're just fucking shelling you with AA. Like you can't, but you take damage before you even jump off the airplane and you got to parachute down and they're just, there's no cover. You're just out in the open trying to push up and they're just sitting up there shooting you like fish in a barrel. I've never made it past the first wave. Like we've never successfully pushed through the first thing and brought the bombs to where they need to go. The second one, the second one is rush. Basically you got to go capture two points and then it moves. That one. Sometimes you you can succeed because you don't start in a fucking airplane. Uh, And then the third one is conquest. It's a fucking game of conquest. Yeah. It's very fucking pathetic. (laughs) Yeah. It's fucking stupid. And even like there's what one or two conquest maps where they do that thing from battlefield one, where, one team starts with uh, less tickets but has all the points, and the other team starts with none of the points but has all the tickets. Uh, Fucking dumb. It heavily favors the defenders. So yeah, it's not. I don't know. It, you get World War II weapons. I wouldn't even classify it as a World War II game. There's like no overarching story. It's like all the stories are very low stakes. The multiplayer, sure, you get, you know, World War II weapons, but they don't happen in really any of the places that you you recognize or like. It's just like, uh, mountains, uh, desert, ruins. Yeah. City. Very generic. And the vehicles are shit. They don't even seem like they're based off actual locations. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm sure they are, but probably just like an imagination, right? Like, oh, this is how we imagine Rotterdam being. Who knows if they actually went there, did any research, or... People don't understand it. It was called World War for a reason. Like, the Japanese were fighting the... Like, where is that shit at? Like, you have the Axis and the Allies, and this is really weird, and it's a little more political again, but, like, if you go... You can pick what your character looks like, and the Allies are so diverse, my dude. Like, 
both sides can be you can have any of your soldiers be female which is whatever uh but on the ally side you can have asian soldiers you can have black soldiers and you can have white soldiers even like i think there's like a hispanic in there or something on the german side it's all white all white no japanese no italian nothing like that meanwhile in world war ii the japanese are just fucking destroying southeast asia just marching all across it where are those experiences you know like what is that about you have all this opportunity as a fucking game developer to cover the entirety of world war ii and every time it's it's either iwo jima or fucking normandy every fucking time how about all the shit that's happening in like southeast asia and all this shit and china like you know how easy it would have been to be like, oh, on this map, you play as Chinese soldiers versus Japanese soldiers. Why not? Why this weird shit where it's like white people versus my diversity? <laughs> Even yeah, though I didn't notice that. the Japanese were part of the Axis. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. I didn't even notice. I just picked uh, random women for the smaller hitboxes. I don't know if it's smaller hitboxes, but, you know, smaller character model at least, so small advantage. I like, well, I mean, I like playing as women. Yeah, I mean, like, I don't care. <laughs> I don't give a fuck either way. It's first person. I'm not going to see myself. Even then, it's like, uh, the fucking audio's better. I don't know. I like the sound of them when they die. <laughs> okay, that sounds wrong. <laughs> but no they do have some pretty crazy death knells like uh, there's especially when okay so Man, the women when, scream yeah like, like the men are just shit. as ridiculous but it's really off-putting to hear the female screams all right headphone warning i'm gonna move away from the mic because this is what it sounds like jesus christ it's yeah. even worse than that it's like really <laughs> shrill and high pitched. <laughs> jesus christ Oh my god, it's fucking terrible, but it's great because you know when you've shot and killed one. <laughs> I'm just kidding, but I—I I mean, I like—I like playing as like the Asian female sniper. It's really cool to me. It's a cool concept to me. You know, it's a little cliche, but I—I've always liked that. You know, I got the face mask on and shit. It's really cool. Can't do that as the Nazis. I got to play as a white woman. Why? That's not even remotely historic. Because white people are Nazis. And, you know, it, that's the big problem is that they're they're like, oh, we're doing our version of it. Now, fuck you. There's there's fucking Japanese fighting on the side. You Germans are evil white supremacists. Yeah, that's why they fight with the Japanese. They totally, totally plan to take over the Japanese. You can't know that. You didn't let them finish. <laughs> <laughs> you don't get to make that claim, man. Yeah, so I'm sure like as time goes on, there's going to be more stuff. They did the same thing with Battlefield 1. Like, each DLC was kind of like a, uh, it would progress the war. So this is probably representative of the beginning of World War II. And then as time goes on, it'll kind of get, you know, it'll progress through the war. Kind of the same way that Battlefield 1 did. But I don't know if they're going to add anything different, if they're going to take any feedback. Now, the game does need some optimization. Now, they say that if uh, you can play uh, Battlefield 1, then you'll be able to play Battlefield 5. Um, it definitely doesn't run as well as Battlefield 1, but also Battlefield 1 didn't run as well as Battlefield 1 when it came out. I don't know why it's they're not like you know starting from where Battlefield 1 ended. This is why gamers need to shut the fuck up about microtransactions because 
yeah. games that have microtransactions will be able to continue updating and getting better instead of just constantly producing another $60 reskin title that is back to fucking ground. It almost seems like there's a template that these game developers use for all their shit when they start a new game and they don't take any of the balance forward. That's got to be what's going on. They have a template for a new game and it's already like fleshed out and they just reskin it and that's why it's got all the same fucking problems from the beginning in terms of performance, in terms of gun balance and weapon balance and shit like that. Just stop. Stop l- stop promoting this shit where you want to buy a brand new $60 reskin all the time. What's the difference between Battlefield 1 and Battlefield 5? It looks different. There's some slight changes. I mean, it, the game looks good. I'm not going to lie. Like, if no, you... I'm telling you, there's nothing that could be... You could literally take Battlefield 1, add an expansion, and call it Battlefield. You could call it Battlefield 1, World War 2. And it, it literally, all the systems that are in Battlefield 5 that aren't in Battlefield 1 can be DLC-level shit. That's expansion-level content. There's not enough changes in this game to be warranted as a fresh new game it's expansion level shit you have battlefield one basically with different weapons different character models different maps and then a couple a couple new mediocre changes in terms of gameplay like the spotting system and shit like that well if you're wondering about ray tracing i'll tell you about it since i have a 2080 ti so i got to see how it actually worked um it looks good um, so ray tracing, you know, the, it's up to the developer how to use it. Um, <laughs> Dice decided to just do reflections. That's what they're using ray tracing for, and it looks good. Um, the problem, I think, mostly is it is a performance hit. I'm a little bit CPU bottlenecked, so it doesn't really change things that much when I go from uh, ray tracing to not ray tracing. I get about, I think I max out at like a hundred frames per second. With ray tracing, it goes down to sometimes 40 when there's a lot of shit going on. Um, without ray tracing, it goes up to, you know, I get like a minimum of 58 at max settings. Um, I think the problem is DirectX 12. There's a lot of stuttering when I turn uh, ray tracing on. And when I turn ray tracing off and I turn DirectX 12 off, it runs a lot smoother. So I would say if you can deal with the performance hit, maybe do single player with... Um, with the ray tracing and then just fucking turn it off when you go to multiplayer and it's not necessarily even because of the frame rate like i can play at 60 frames per second it's because of how inconsistent it is because of DirectX 12 and they came out and said they fixed the stuttering they did not fix the stuttering it's it's bad like it'll the game will hang for one to two seconds at a time randomly it could be in the middle of a gunfight could be as soon as you spawn in it, it just hangs um so that they got to do some fucking work on that I mean, I don't think it's a fault of the card or the technology. I just don't think DICE implemented it right. So, yeah. I thought I'd just throw that in. It's the first game yeah. where you can use ray tracing, so there you have but it. But you can see the reflection of explosions in the character's eyes. Yeah, I mean, no, some of it looks cool. Like, when you're playing Rotterdam and you go into point B, that building, the White House or whatever, like, you could see all the reflections in the floor. Like, it's like a really shiny floor, and it does. It looks really good. Not going to lie, it looks really good. Is it worth all the stuttering of having DirectX 12 on? Probably not. And I don't know why fucking Battlefield... I mean, same thing with Battlefield 1. When you turn DirectX 12 on, it gets worse. 
Ray tracing is one of those things like any new technology for graphics cars like tessellation and shit that in the beginning is going to be a big performance hit and then later on it's going to be a pretty standard thing across the board and it'll be so it'll be an unnoticeable thing in your video games. Yeah. So. Well, the thing is, is like I said, it's up to the developer how they want to use it. If you look at the screenshots for Metro Exodus and stuff, they're using it for the shading as a whole. They're not using it for just reflections. And Metro Exodus looks really fucking good. And as developers learn to optimize this shit, eventually it won't be such a performance hit. I was actually surprised at the performance hit it took. And like, yeah, well, I know it's new technology. RTX. But wait, hold on. Hold on. <laughs> now, like the graphics card I have has cores in it specifically for ray tracing, right? So you would think that it wouldn't really affect the overall performance. It's like NVENC encoding, right? Like there's on every NVIDIA card, there's a little chip specifically for encoding. It's not using the same shit that renders your graphics. So it doesn't yeah, really affect your graphics. on EA or DICE rather? Like, couldn't it be that DICE is just not optimizing for that because they That's just what don't I'm saying. know what the fuck they're doing? That's what I'm saying. Yeah. That's exactly what's happening. By the way, RTX is only really going to shine and be a useful tool for like horror games. That's why it works so well in Metro, because Metro needs those dark areas where enemies can hide. Yeah, and the other thing is, like, it's the new... A game like Battlefield is like, whatever. Well, the new Metro Exodus, from what I've seen so far, isn't all underground in fucking subway tunnels. Like, a lot of it, I think, takes place outdoors. And there's a lot of going into abandoned houses and walking around the environment and stuff. And just from what I've seen, going from outside to inside, and the way the sun, like, reflects and illuminates the inside... That's way more impressive to me than fucking reflections. So just real quick, people that don't understand what RTX is, right now in video games, when you're developing a game, and I feel like I'm a little bit more of an expert on this. <laughs> sure. When, you, when The way lighting works in video games is when you place a light source, it doesn't actually, it, it hits surfaces. They have the technology for that, but it doesn't actually behave like actual light does. If you're in a location, I mean, even your room right now, wherever you're sitting, uh, if you have light sources, you'll notice that they bounce off and and they hit areas. But there are areas of the room where it's still dark, despite there being light. You can't really do that in video games right now. If you put a light source somewhere, it just it hits everything. So they have to create. Well, they these, fake it. They, have, they okay, fake so it. I've I've done modeling before, these, so like I I can I also relate to this. Well, hold on, <laughs> play your game. <laughs> what they do is they, <laughs> what they do is they fake it by putting these areas like let's say you have a, a a log cabin for example and this was the example given in the RTX demo you have a log cabin and there's sunlight coming through the window they they can't actually do that so what they do is they have to put a light in the cabin that's invisible to the player but it creates light but that's not how that light actually works if you actually have light coming through your window, yeah, it can brighten up the whole room, but it's not going to, there's going to be areas where it doesn't like actually hit. And so in order to create those areas, you have to create all these like false lights and shit like that. It's a very fucking annoying thing. Yeah. But and with here's, RTX, well, another problem works. is that another problem with that is that if you think about how you actually model something, you start with the geometry, yeah. right? You just sculpt it into the shape you want. Mm -hmm. And then it's just gray. There's nothing there. And then you have to add, it's not a texture, it's a surface, right? So surface if you want the light to reflect off it like it's matte or glossy or like it's sandpaper, whatever, you Most add that next. Most of this next. is automated these days in games through the engines, but yeah. You yeah, you do all this with the engine and then you just use the engine to build the game. 
And then after you put the surface, that's when you put the texture. So imagine a texture as a photograph. When you take the photograph, there's already light involved, right? Because if there wasn't, it would just be black. If light didn't reflect off shit in real life, everything would just be black. So you're already right. dealing with lighting on the texture. And then you got to put the texture in the game and add lighting to it. So it's not like real life where the light actually illuminates the surface and it's just reflecting what the surface is. There's already light incorporated into the photograph that they took to use as the texture. Yeah. So there's that, first of all. And then they use ambient occlusion. Wherever two pieces of geometry meet, there's like a little ambient shadow there to create the illusion of depth. Yeah. Sometimes it works. Sometimes it doesn't. Again, that's not the technology. That's just up to how the developers implement it. Um, and then they have to add global illumination, which is those invisible lights you're talking yeah. about. Because if you had, like, just imagine a fucking cube of a room with one window, no light sources, and sunlight coming in from the window. You'd have a beam of light coming in through the window, illuminating one spot on the ground, and the rest would be black. Because the yeah, light because doesn't, it doesn't reflect. actually reflect. It doesn't actually reflect. Yeah. They didn't have the technology that for that until RTX. Because light reflects in real life, but it, it never has in video games. They had to fake it. Yeah, and if you've ever watched an animated movie, like a CG movie, and you thought, like, wow, why don't video games look like that? That's because they're using ray tracing. But when yeah. you're making a two-hour animated movie, you can let that movie render for weeks or days or however long it takes to yep. render those frames <clears throat> and it comes out and you just play it in real time because it's already rendered the thing with these new graphics cards it's real time ray tracing so this happens immediately which is actually yeah, a pretty big that's a, jump that's a system issue also and one of the problems with rtx is going to be that it's not going to be fully utilized for a long time because there's still going to be a lot of people on old graphics cards that aren't using rtx it's, a, it's very unfortunate that it's attached to the card technologies like that that are attached to cards take a long time to really catch up well, any card um, can do it. The yeah. The whole idea is you need these cores right now in order to do it in a playable way. So, I mean, anyone can go on and turn on RTX and see how it looks at three frames per second. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. Like, you, Anytime something's attached to card hardware like that in terms of being able to perform, it's going to be a slow gain technology. So don't expect this to like explode and take off very quickly. I mean, games will start using it, which is pretty standard. But you're still going to be held back. There's still going to be global illumination and ambient occlusion, which, hey, once everybody... Eventually, well, they're adding the RTX shit that over shit. that. Right, so well, it's I'm, not replacing I'm wondering, it. It's like an overlay. Well, yeah, it's not replacing it now, but hopefully in the future it does replace it because that'll be a performance increase when they can start turning those things off. Yeah. It'll actually balance out because when you don't have to run three different fucking systems anymore and one system can do it for you, it increases performance. The question is how long they're going to have to keep running that old shit just because there's people out there that never fucking upgrade their computers. That's that's obviously the big issue. <clears throat> but it's only really going to be great for, you know. Well, they got to start somewhere. I mean. Yeah. Because a lot of people are always talking about 4K. 4K, 4K, 4K. And like the age of higher resolutions is kind of over. Like, yeah, it looks good. Yeah. It does, but it'll get there. You know, eventually everything will just be 4K, just like everything's 1080p now. Yeah, the only benefit with 4K is it doesn't, it's, you're seeing everything without having to shrink down, you know, any of the bullshit or whatever. Well, you have a higher resolution on bigger screens with, you know, more pixel density and all that. It looks good, I'm not going to lie, but I would rather have all the fucking settings turned up at 1080p than yeah. playing everything at medium on 4K. Like, resolution doesn't really. 
It's just not there yet. Affect me that much. I think too many technologies get adopted way too soon by people. But whatever. I mean, you know. I mean, the the thing with a graphics card is it's always going to be more power for your graphics processing unit. So that's not necessarily like the adopting 4K right now isn't as it's kind of pointless. Well, as a streamer, I like I don't (laughs) even want to think about 4K. Jesus Christ! I don't think anybody streams in 4K. I'm not streaming in 4K. Even if I streamed to 720p, but I tried to play games in 4K, no, no way. I the like I like playing 4K, at 144 frames per second. 4K is only good for watching movies right now, like a 4K television, in my opinion. That's yeah. like the only thing you would want to do. And hey, if you yeah. want to do that, go for it, because 4K TVs are down to like, what, 700, 800 bucks for giant ones? Yeah, man, TVs are inexpensive. Um, yeah, I guess it's... All we have to say about that. Yeah, that's Battlefield Five. We'll continue to keep you updated. Uh, we went two hours on Battlefield. I don't see much changing. <laughs> do you want to? I, I decided to opt out of Fallout seventy six for now. But what do you? What are your impressions? I uh, shouldn't have opted out. It's a fantastic game. It's Fallout. Uh, people are upset. Those people aren't Fallout fans. If you go to reddit.com slash Fallout. It's a dumpster fire. Those people are fucking idiots. That's because what happens is whenever a new game comes out, all the Reddit community goes to that subreddit and starts spreading their shitty opinion everywhere. If you go to our games, same concept. People like Jim Quisition have called this game a nuclear wasteland. It's almost like these people have never played Bethesda games. It's strange to me. How if you go to r Fallout 76, it's not very known. It's not a very known subreddit. It's just people that are playing the game, and everybody there is having a great fucking time. And in fact, Bethesda posts there. Uh, if you go to reddit.com, hold on, slash Fallout 76, I believe that's what it is. So or, or, slash r, sorry, slash r slash Fallout 76. I believe that it might be FO76 or something like that. Yeah, it's, uh, sorry, it's FO76. Bethesda actually has people that post there. Like Bethesda Game Studios is a, is a, uh, a legitimate account there that posts and they post upcoming features and fixes, November 2018, shit like that. So they're, they're actually communicating with the community through Reddit there. And, uh, they got a blog that they post to put up shit. Uh, the people that are playing the game are having a great time. There, there's this weird thing that's been happening in video gaming for the past two years, at least, at least that I've seen it, maybe sooner or earlier, rather, um, where it seems like every, every, every single game that comes out and is announced, like E3 is now this big celebrity thing. E3 used to kind of be niche, and then it was like a big announcement for things, but now it's almost like, it's like a gaming culture. Now. Gaming culture has hit this weird stride where when a AAA game is t- is talked about, everybody talks like they're a fan of the game suddenly. Like people who have never played Metal Gear Solid were on board Metal Gear Solid 5. Like it was really weird. Typically Metal Gear Solid has been a niche title that hasn't really been mainstream. And then Metal Gear Solid Five gets advertised and talked about, and then suddenly everybody wants to play it with streamers and all this shit. And then it comes out, and people are like Metal Gear Solid, blah blah. They don't fucking understand how Metal Gear is, so they think it's terrible or whatever, right? Like everybody's sucking Red Dead's dick, 
right now. And it's a good game. Everybody suck God of War's dick. It's also a good game. Those are those are universally good games. But some games just aren't made for everyone. Games like God of War and Red Dead Redemption, you can play those games no matter what your background or what kind of games you like, and you're probably going to enjoy them. Games like Fallout aren't for everybody. First of all, you're, wander- or you're wandering around a nuclear wasteland. Uh, it's kind of dreary. It's not all happy, fun times and games. Now, the big complaint I see from people is right now a thing that people have been doing for the past week is making characters with ridiculously long arms and super skinny and they just look stupid. That's that's online video game. Why are people acting like this is weird? Like, oh, I can't believe you can do this in Fallout. It's a multiplayer game. What do you mean you can't believe you can? Like, go play Ark. People do it all the fucking time. It's stupid, yeah, but whatever. At least, in, you know what you can do in Fallout 76 that you can't do in Ark unless you own the server you're playing on? You can what? fucking block them from the session, and those, that long-armed idiot isn't there anymore. I, I don't have a problem. I don't even check my map anymore, okay? If I see another player, I just immediately open up the social thing and remove them from my session. It doesn't fuck with him. It doesn't fuck with me. It just separates us into two different servers seamlessly. We don't hit a loading screen. He just fades out of existence. Just like in World of Warcraft, when you change servers or something, like when you join somebody's group. If you've ever played World of Warcraft and you're on a PvP server and you join somebody's PvE group, you you just the people around you fade out of existence like they were never there. It's like the Avengers. Yeah? It's like <laughs> Thanos snapping his finger. People just fade away. It's great. Fallout 76 has some of the best systems that I've ever seen in a survival game with PvP. Another complaint is people are like, well, people that like PvP aren't going to like it, and people that don't like PvP aren't going to like it. That's not true. People that don't like PvP are going to love it. The problem is they just haven't been told how to deal with it. You can literally remove people. If somebody shoots you, they do reduced damage until you shoot them back. Oh, my God, somebody threw a grenade at my base. What do I do? Uh, Hit escape. Hit C to open up your social shit and then immediately remove them from the session. In in about 10 seconds, they'll be gone. They can't kill you that fast. Whatever. Oh, my immersion. Okay, listen. If you give a fuck about immersion, go play Fallout 4. This is Fallout 76. It's not the same game. Not every game is for you. It's, it's like the Star Wars argument. That's what Fallout 76 is. Fallout 76 is the Star Wars argument. Everybody's like, Star Wars episodes four, five, and six are the best. I grew up with them. They're the best ones. And episodes one through three ruined Star Wars. No, they didn't. They didn't change anything about the, the first three. You can still go back and watch those films and pretend the other three don't exist. By the way, George Lucas came out and said episodes one through three were not for the fans of Star Wars. It was for the next generation of people to grow up on Star Wars. That's why he made it the way it is. Okay, it's not for you. It's for kids. The same goes for Fallout 76. Fallout 76 is not for Fallout 4 fans, mostly. I mean, you can still enjoy it if you're a Fallout fan. If you're a real hardcore Fallout fan, you will enjoy Fallout 76. I guarantee it. Because it's a fucking Fallout game. Straight up. Everything about it. Oh, you don't have a you don't have Diamond City to go to. Just imagine Fallout 4, but there's no Diamond City. Hey, 
What's the problem? You know what the worst part about Fallout 4 is, by the way? You got to go to Diamond City and spend like an hour there talking to people. Yeah. No action. You're just walking around trying to pick up quests and you got to go through dialogue. And if you played the game before, it's fucking tedious. This game takes away the tedium. I'm not saying I don't want that. Fallout 5 will be like Fallout 4, and it, as it should be. This is a spinoff. It's Fallout 76. It's got way more replayability to it. Not that you need to, because you make one character and you can just do whatever you want. It, it has all the good elements from Fallout, in my opinion. It's got the exploration. It's got the survival elements from Hardcore, but they're not clumsy and shit like that. They actually work now. It doesn't feel weird. In Fallout 4, when you get stricken with an illness, it seems almost impossible to remove it. You have to get like a ridiculous amount of shit just to get antibiotics to remove the disease. Not in this game. You actually find disease cures as loot in this game. You can play this game multiple ways. You can play this game as a guy trying to just survive out in the wilderness and hunt animals and find plants and craft. Or you can just go into dungeons and shit or go into buildings and towns and loot them and raid them and find all the materials you need. You can worry about trying to find gunpowder. There's places where gunpowder drops more often. So you go there and get gunpowder so you can craft ammo. Or you can just go looking for ammo. You can get perks that make it to where you find more ammo in boxes, just as usual. Like You can do all these different things. There are events that happen. Yesterday, I, it was the other day I played Fallout 76. I booted up. I got my fucking... I've moved my camp out to the middle of the fucking boonies. Nobody's there. Whatever. I'm just... I go into this town... I find this quest where this guy's like doing this test on animals to try and get them to talk. So he's shooting them with a syringer. And the syringer is a gun from Fallout 4 that you can make that shoots syringes. And you can make different types of syringes that do shit. Uh, so he's got this Vox syringer that you got to shoot animals with. I pick up the quest and I got to shoot three of them with it. As I'm doing this, I make my way down to this um, <clears throat> nearby reactor because I need nuclear material. And I'm thinking it's Fallout. There's probably nuclear material at this reactor. Uh, and, and spoiler alert, there's not. But I'm thinking this might be the place where you find nuclear material because I want to make a reflex uh, site and I need nuclear material to make that. So I get down there and there's an event happening. I don't realize the event's happening. I'm just in the area and there's shit to do. It's like repair these things. And I'm running, I'm walking around, there's robots walking around that are malfunctioned. There's ghouls in the area and I'm just repairing this shit. I don't even finish the event. It's meant to be for multiple people, but I could have totally did it myself. But I don't even finish the event because I don't give a fuck about it. Now, granted, there were some bugs with it where some of the pipes that I had to repair were making the noise like they need to be repaired and look like they need to be repaired, but the prompt didn't show up. That's Fallout. That's any Bethesda game. Bethesda games are like that. You know what you would have to do in a Bethesda game to fix that? Mod it. You'd have to get a mod or an unofficial patch. Now, I know what people are saying. Well, they're not doing patch support. Let me tell you something. There wouldn't be a patch out yet for Fallout 4. There is never a fucking patch that early to fix those kind of problems for Fallout games. If you play Fallout games or Skyrim game or Elder Scrolls games early on, you don't get those patches right away. You yeah, it's the wait. modding community that does it most of the time. But the great thing about this game is Bethesda is actually sticking to it. They got an update on their blog right now. Let's go over it. Upcoming fixes before the end of the year, November 19th patch. The next update will focus primarily on game performance and stability on all platforms. You do not get this with Fallout and Elder Scrolls games. Ever. Ever. You know what they release after the fucking launch? HD texture pack. 
That's what they do. <laughs> and then you get expansions later on that maybe that don't even try to fix bugs. They're actually fixing shit in a Fallout game. It's amazing. For the first time ever, we're going to have a Fallout game where the developers iron out bugs. Can you fucking imagine? Performance and stability on all platforms, but we'll come with a list of fixes to quests, UI, camps, and more. Patch notes will be available early next week. This update will be large compared to what we expect for patching going forward. Regular updates will always vary in size, but future updates should be much smaller in comparison. They're going to increase the stash limit because people have been asking for that. What that means is you, you can put down a box called a stash, and sometimes you can find these around the world. Nobody else can access this except for you. It's your stash. You can transfer all your junk to it like you would be up to in workbenches and Fallout 4, and it had a limit of like 400 or something like that. They're going to increase that size because people have been asking for it. They're going to add push to talk for PC instead of just open mic. You can either turn your open mic on or off, but they're going to add push to talk. Who fucking cares? If you're talking to people to fall out, congratulations. Uh, you're enjoying the game the way it's meant to be enjoyed. I don't give a fuck. I ignore people. I don't like people. Okay? Unless they're my friends. I want to play with my friends and sit on Discord. That's it. I don't want to fucking play with random people because I don't fucking know them. Okay? Ultra ride support for PC. They're adding 21 by 9 support. And they're adding an FOV slider. One of the big complaints people have been having is FOV problems. No, they can't increase FOV. Tell me about a first world fucking problem. I want to play this video game, but I want my FOV to be 90. Jesus Christ. This is the problem with PC gamers. Listen, I like PC. I prefer PC. I understand the whole fucking meme of PC Master Race. But get with the fucking program. It's a goddamn meme. It's a joke. It's not a way of life. Okay. You're not actually supposed to be a piece of shit that's like, I can't change the FOV to 90 so the game is complete 100% shit. Really? 100% shit? Really? You find a hair in your fucking steak, you're going to throw away the entire... You're going to buy a porterhouse steak. You're going to buy a Kobe beef steak from Japan and find a hair on one side of it. You're going to throw the whole goddamn steak away? That's what you're fucking telling me? You're not even at least just going to trim off the area where the fucking... If you're really fucking narcissistic about it, you're not going to at least cut off the section that just had the fucking hair on it and eat the rest of the steak, go fuck yourself, okay? The whole game is trash because I can't do the FOV slider. You're a piece of shit, literally. A human piece of shit. That's right. You're Sargon of a god. You're literal human trash. <laughs> Sorry, that's a, wow. that's a joke. <laughs> that's an Anita Sarkeesian joke. Uh <laughs> And they're talking about looking ahead to 2019. We teased in our launch uh, letter that what's to come next, in addition to constantly making fixes and changes, there will be new content and game systems that add to the life and experiences in Appalachia. We'll see new vaults opening, new ways to easily improve your camps, ways to create, team up, and faction-based PvP, and many more free add-ons we haven't talked about yet. In addition, you will see articles each week to highlight new events, content, and features we're excited to share. For the first time ever in Fallout, there's replayability being added without the idea of just playing another class. Typically in a Fallout game, you have to play another build or maybe you haven't experienced all the Wasteland has to offer. In Fallout 76, you're actually going to have continuity, a reason to continue playing. Wow, amazing. And somehow this is the worst Fallout to ever exist because it's not Fallout 5. Give me a fucking break. The game plays 100% like Fallout. Let me tell you the problems this game has, okay? I'm going to tell you all the problems this game has. So imagine Fallout 4. Okay, so if you like Fallout 4, you're already there, okay? Now it's online. So that means if you disconnect from the internet or whatever reason, you have to log back into the game or you can't play until you get your internet connection back or whatever the fuck, right? Uh, 
cry me a fucking river. That's video games in 2018. Name me like, in, I'm sorry. What other than Red Dead Redemption and God of War? Uh, what games don't allow you to do that? World of Warcraft, most successful game of all time. You have to be connected to the internet. Battlefield, Call of Duty, Hearthstone, every fucking game that's popular. League of Legends, Fortnite, the most popular fucking game right now. Fortnite. Have to be connected to the internet, you fucking idiot. Okay? <laughs> so don't sit and talk to me about how oh, you get disconnected from the internet. Yeah, I get, I'm a single player gamer. Okay, shut up. Go play Fallout 4 or deal with it. Not every game is for you specifically, you narcissistic fuck. Okay? Jesus Christ. It's not about you. It's about the, the person who made it, the artist. The game developer made something. And if you don't want to enjoy it, fuck off. Oh, I don't like that painting. It should be taken down from the museum. Or I should get to paint it the way I want it to be. Go fuck yourself. You privileged <laughs> cunt. Okay? Secondly. Getting by very the way, angry at hypothetical people. <laughs> If you disconnect from the game, this isn't hypothetical, it's Jim fucking Sterling and all his weeb idiot followers. <laughs> all the idiots that are games. You know who the fuck you are. By the way, if you disconnect from the game, it saves your progress like up to like two minutes or some shit like that. Like it's 120 seconds go by. If, if, if 120 seconds go by and you disconnect, oh no, it didn't pick up that thing that I got just go pick it up you're right there it's it spawns you outside of the area you were at you're right there literally it doesn't spawn you at your camp it spawns you right outside of wherever the fuck you were so go back and get it yes the loot might be different that sucks but that's true with every fucking game ever you know how many times i've played games like fallout and like i've i've gone into a room and looted it and it had a fucking thing and then i died and then had to quick load, and then this it's a different fucking piece of equipment there. It happens, man. That's video gaming. Fuck off. Okay, now let's talk about what else sucks about Fallout 76. Uh, the multiplayer aspect of it. If, you're, if you have friends, this game's going to be great, because you're going to team up with your friends, you're going to fuck around, and it's going to be great. If you don't have friends, I would question why you're playing a multiplayer game, but I would also say that you can still make it in this game. I, I have ran into people in Fallout 76 and it just feels like they're not there. It's just they, they, I I had a guy run up to me. I was at a lumber yard and I had a guy run up to me and he did he was like level three. I was like level eight. And he did like an emote where a little thing pops above his head and waves at you with the vault boy shit. All I did was turn to him and I just made my character do like up and down like sup and then I left. <laughs> okay. <laughs> there was no other fucking interaction. That was it. It's over. That's where the interaction ends. If somebody bothers me or I don't want them there. Another example. I was in uh, I was in a grocery store. I was looking for shit. And then there was a pipe outside that led to like a, a gate to the pipe to a sewer system. And you go in there and it's an underground facility where some Chinese, some Chinese communists were like hiding underneath the, the U.S. government's nose. And while you're in there, there's like all this loot and shit to do. And I didn't want anybody else coming in there. So a guy shows up eventually. And I just open up social and I block him from game session. And if after a couple seconds, he disappears and it's still just me in there. Now, the game does have some problems with like spawning. Sometimes 
enemies will spawn in an area at a weird rate. This is pretty standard with multiplayer games like this. You know, games like World of Warcraft and shit, they get spawning problems. This can be fixed with, with a patch. Or you can just avoid that area or go in with teammates. It seems like the game difficulty ramps up a little bit if you got teammates with you. Or, or how many people are in an area. Sometimes shit just spawns in. That's how the spawn system works. Unfortunately, their spawn system... It's the first time doing this for them. So their spawn system is like... Sometimes you'll just be walking in the road... And then a pack of things will just spawn... Right in front of you. And it's very jarring. It feels like they just fade... Like they were there the whole time... But you just now hit the point where you could see them or something. That's not what's happening. They're just spawning randomly because those kind of things spawn. It's like roving groups of enemies and they just spawn sometimes. But they, there's not like a spawn system. Most games do a spawn system where something spawns and then it sits there for a couple seconds doing nothing. In this game, it spawns and it happens. It's just they're active. And so it's a little jarring. But I think that's a better system because if they stood there for a bit, you'd just be shooting fucking fish in a barrel for a little bit. And you'd be like, Ehh. and yes, there's pathing problems. But guess what? That's Bethesda. There's pathing problems. Maybe. Jesus fucking Christ. Go watch the YouTube videos where the fucking soldiers from Oblivion are like jumping in the water and swimming around. <laughs> are you fucking kidding me? We're, we're acting like this is a new thing? Look at this. This enemy's running into a wall. Yeah. Go play Fallout 4. It happens all the time. Fucking ghouls fucking sprinting into walls. To follow you around. Yeah, exactly. It's What do you mean? unbelievable these people man it's like i don't know if it's just people that have never played a fallout game and then fallout 76 gets talked about and everybody's buzzed about it like oh the next big game because for the past two years we've been doing this every game every fucking body's got to play. you're not a gamer unless you play every game that comes out and i'm a gamer totally look how much i'm a gamer i'm gonna play this game i've never fucking played the series before and then i'm gonna complain and act surprised and and show my hand it's the i, I call it the anita sarkeesian effect it's where you pretend to be something that you're not, and then you show your hand like a fucking idiot. What I mean by that? What I mean by that? Specific example. Anita Sarkeesian posted up pictures before Gamergate where she had, like, right at the beginning of Gamergate, she had, like, pictures she would post up of her sitting in front of her game collection. And it's, like, a bunch of Xbox and PlayStation games, and there's, like, a ton of them on a bookshelf and shit. And they're, like, some of them are stacked up. And she's got, like, Fallout 3. She's got, like, Fallout New Vegas and shit like that. Fucking Assassin's Creed and all these games. Flash forward after Gamergate two, a couple years later and the Doom uh, Doom is being shown at E3 and then she tweets out can't believe people are cheering at all this violence in this, vid in this video game. I'm sorry, what? I thought you played Fallout. I thought you played Assassin's Creed. Very violent games. I mean, the beginning of Fallout New Vegas, you get shot in the face. You blow people's heads off. I'm sorry, did you just play your hand? Did, did you just accidentally uh, show me that you're bluffing? Fucking idiot. Yep. So that, that's Fallout 76. It's a fantastic game. It totally fucking... People are like, man, this game is not really worth $60. Bullshit, it's not worth $60. If Fallout 4 is worth $60, Fallout 76 is worth $60. Okay? It, it's Fallout 4 with multiplayer. That's it. That's literally all it is. All the problems already exist there. Yeah, yeah. there are some some latency issues if you have a shitty connection. I've never shot at anything and been like, well, it's not being killed because of my latency. It's never an issue. Never been an issue. 
there's a little bit of delay on the bullet impact, like the registration hit marker or whatever. Uh, but I, I, I don't know if that's a net code thing or what. I, I don't know if that is. Well, first it, it's game, a, it's, I'm trying to do multiplayer. It's barely noticeable. Barely noticeable. It's literally like uh, an eighth of a second. So it, it's not instantaneous. And you can tell it's not instantaneous. That's all. That's what I'll say about it. You can tell it's not instant. That's it. It's not really a delay. You can just tell it's not instant. Uh, and it's not really jarring either. You, you shoot you shoot a guy with a sniper rifle and then uh, like an eighth of a second later, his health bar changes. And sometimes the health bar will go down to like a sliver and then they'll die because the game registers it as that, as like the critical damage being applied or something. And it, it works. It feels like a Fallout game. Fallout games have never been, it's not Battlefield or Call of Duty. Fallout games have never been like, you shoot somebody in the head and they immediately fucking die. It's always been like, man, I don't know what people are talking about. The perk system's great. I like the improvement to the perk system. Although, I, I get, uh, listen, I get it. If this was Fallout, I prefer Fallout 5 because I, I like the story and the dialogue and the interactions. And you don't have dialogue options here. Your character is not voiced. Uh, there's no dialogue options. There's a lot of dialogue in the game, but not for you to choose. You don't actually talk to people. Um, you just listen to recordings. You do interact with computers and you pick factions and there's costumes and all this cool shit. It works. It just works. Well, I'll probably get it in the next week or two. Maybe after Thanksgiving. Fantastic game. And uh, there's tons to explore. I barely scratched the surface of the game. There is a questing system in it where you can follow the mission, find out where the overseer is going and what's going on find out who these scorched are shit like that it's there's their story there's all kinds of shit and each each place has its own just like fallout games just like fallout 4 each little place has its own little story you go into a building and you're like what's this oh it's a school what happened to this school they're eating pink slime why you know this game yeah, it's just all like that visual storytelling shit yeah this game's just like that and in fact that's most of the storytelling in fallout if you played Fallout and you, your whole MO was to find Sean, you're an idiot. That's not what Fallout games are about. It's about exploring areas and going, whoa, what's over here? It's about random encounters with people, which still exists. It's all kinds of shit like that. And there's enemies in this game that are crazy, man. There's fucking Wendigos and shit. There's giant sloth creatures. I ran into... I. I was crouching around and I came to like a, like a, it wasn't a supermarket. It was like a hotel. It was like a motel. I'm chilling and I'm at this motel and there's enemies in the game called Swarm of Bees, uh, which has got to be a Nick Cage reference. Uh, you get a wicker man? Yeah. When you kill them, there's no loot, but there could, there's usually honey nearby that you can pick up, which doesn't spoil. And food does spoil, whatever. Uh, that's part of the process. It's not, you never, it, this game does one of the things that most survival games have a hard time with. The reason why people like Seeker have a hard time with survival games and getting into them is because the beginning of most survival games are really fucking rough. You start dying. There's also nothing to do. You kind of get trapped in that loop of like, all right, I'm working towards something. And then right. you kind of get to a certain point where you're like, why am I even doing this? Right. Well, <laughs> like, there's in, no in game, purpose. In a game like Ark, the the purpose is to just get higher level and get access to higher tiers of stuff. It, it's really there's really no actual goal. It's a player created goal. In Fallout seventy six, there are actual goals. 
aside from surviving, it's it's looting. It's the fun of like, I want to get a better gun. I want to get a cooler gun. And also, what's the story behind this place? Oh, this place looks interesting. What's going on here? You, you don't get that in games like Ark. You go into an area in Ark and it's like, hey, it's a desert, but there's nothing to explore. There's no exploration. They put little notes in and shit. Uh, so I, Fallout nails a lot of aspects of the survival genre that needed to be addressed. Uh, and it's a shame that all these fucking mouth breathers are going on about shit they have no fucking idea about because they've never played survival games or they never played Fallout games. And listen, I get there's some Fallout fans out there that don't like it because they want Fallout 5. I don't know why you're going into a game called Fallout 76 and expect Fallout 5. It's not called Fallout 5, man. Jesus Christ. Get over it. They've already announced they have the next Elder Scrolls coming and they have a brand new IP that's going to play yeah, like... And they're both using the same game. engine, which... Yeah, whatever. Really they're going to be upgraded versions, but it's still going to be based off of frame rate limit and shit, whatever. Oh, God. If they had to change one limit. thing about the engine, that would be it. Stop tying the physics to the frame rate. Please, yeah. for the love of God. Unfortunately, it's very difficult for a company to build a new engine because then you have to like... I know we've talked about this before, yeah. but they can do it. It's Bethesda. They can I make know, an they engine. Can do it. They can have an extra team. Do they can it buy an slowly. engine for fuck's sake. That's true, but then they got to their whole fucking team has to learn that engine. Yes, I understand. It's difficult. Honestly, the developers do it thing all they the could time. Do, the smartest thing they could do is start side projects using other people's engines and slowly trickle like cycle devs into those projects and back like cycle the team until you've had the whole team come all the way around, you know, and, and now they know how to use a different engine, and then you make a new, a, your next game in that engine. That's what I would do. Is that it? That's it for Fallout. I mean, I don't know what else people want from it. It's just Fallout with multiplayer. <laughs> There's not a lot of major issues. Oh, uh, good. So, two things in the news. Because we're going pretty long here. Um... Destiny 2 isn't performing as well as Activision would like. Obviously. Finally glad that someone acknowledged it. Now, after uh, Activision came out and said this, Bungie came out and said, uh, well, yeah, we're happy with how the game turned out. Which, you know, of course they are. That's how could you possibly thing. make a fucking game and be like, we don't like it? You can never do. Uh, your publisher comes out and is like, it's not doing as good as it should be. And then you come out like, we, we think it's doing fine. Like, yeah. that's the problem, Bethesda. You see, that's the problem. I mean, Bungie. You. Sorry, Bungie. Yeah, different B. Same fuck-ups. Like, that's the problem. You are the problem, Bungie. Here you have a publisher telling you, hey, it's not doing as good oh, as the last one. Not telling and, Bungie, and, making a public statement. I mean, yeah. that's kind of like shitting all over Bungie. And, and, then, and then Bungie comes out, and they're like, well, we like it. No. Your fan, the consumers don't like it, Bungie. Like, you've made a, you fucked up, man. And you can't, this, all this is is a giant, dude, if I was playing Destiny right now, I would be so pissed. Yeah. Anybody that's still playing Destiny, you should be so pissed by this. This is the developer telling you that they think it's fine. They think it's fine. They're okay that they didn't make a lot of money. They're okay that it's not successful. They're okay. They think it's fine. Fuck what you think. And they're Fuck okay the with mediocrity. Things. That means they're not learning anything. They're not paying attention. Of course they're, they're not. not. They've growing. been making the same fucking games in Halo. 
It's just like the fucking like you can't listen. If you if you, let's say hypothetically, just hypothetically that you had a two party election system, right? And on that two party election system, uh, one side was currently in power and the other side wasn't, and the other side lost all power, right, during the last election, and the other side starts going, "It's not us, it's them. It's not us, it's them." And then the next election comes by and they lose again. Right? They gain just a little bit. Not us, them. Not us, them. Do you know they're not fixing anything? You can't fix shit until you recognize that it's broken. So if you're sitting there just going, I think it's fine. We're fine. We're fine. It's this. this oh, yeah. Bungie, Bungie basically came out and said, we're doing okay. It's Gabbler and Seeker that doesn't fucking get it. It's not for us, like you said. The game's it's not for people, us. <laughs> it's people like Gabbler and Seeker that don't fucking get it. It's people like Seth that used to play the game nonstop but don't play it anymore that don't get it. It's people like this entire... Let's just go... <laughs> look at this fucking list of people we have here. It's people like Guess Who, Monty, Seth G, uh, all, all these fucking people in Clan SSB. Okay? All of these people. Hundreds of people that don't play this fucking game anymore. They, they just don't get it. Yeah. None of these people play this fucking game anymore. You know how I know? Because they're on the Discord, and I never see them in Destiny. Never. I've never seen anybody in fucking Destiny on this Discord. It's 100 people. Yeah, well, well as soon as we stopped carrying everyone, you know, what are they going to do? That's a small margin of people. Sure, certainly. You can make that argument. But I would make the argument to you that the majority of people that were playing Destiny in the first year have stopped playing Destiny. I, I would make the argument to you that, that a, more than 50% have left Destiny 2. Oh, yeah. I would make that argument. More than half. Maybe they got some people back with giving it away for free, but the fact that it's still not doing well and they fucking gave it away for free. They might have got new people for giving it away for free. Yeah, well, of course. That's that's the only people that are going to do it. That's not even a fair assessment. Because, see, now they can go, well, now we have more players playing Destiny 2. Yeah, they're playing the base game. They're not playing your fucking Forsaken shit, are they? You lying assholes. That's just dishonest shit. That, listen, that's not Bungie wanting to be generous. If Bungie was generous, they'd do something for the people that were there for them the entire fucking first year of their shithole experience. Yeah. Of their fucking uh, no, gas Instead, they bullshit. shit all over them and like, hey, pay no. more money for the fixes and all the shit you wanted from the beginning. They gave the game away for free, the base game, because they want to pad their fucking numbers so that when it comes around time for Activision to look at how well their game is doing in terms of active people playing the game, they can say, look how many users we have. It's fucking dishonest. They gain nothing from giving you, you the game uh, other than their own fucking numbers. Yeah. And, yeah, it's not big news. I just enjoyed seeing the downfall of Destiny 2. It validates, it validates everything we were saying since, like, day one. You know, back when I was a teenager, I used to hang out with Ghost Hawk. I met him when I was 17. We played Warcraft 3 and all this shit. Played World of Warcraft for 15 fucking years. He was on the stream yesterday playing Battlefield with us. It's been a long time since we've known each other. When we were teenagers, we used to get in arguments maybe every two months. We'd, we'd hang out for two months, and we'd get in an argument and not talk to each other for a couple weeks. And then we'd hang out for two months again. And he's always been an Xbox fanboy, and I've always been a PlayStation fanboy. And it's, it's brand loyalty and shit like that. I always thought 
Xbox was whack and fucking lame because when I was playing video games, there was no Xbox. It was just PlayStation. And then Xbox came on the scene and advertised to the MTV. They advertised on TRL. Okay. I was a generation ahead of TRL. So it was fucking lame to me. It was like my sister watched TRL. Okay. I'm not going to be like I fucking total request live. It was fucking, it was lame shit. And they, that's where they advertised the Xbox for the first time, by the way. In case you don't remember, was on TRL. That's who they advertised it to. The Xbox, man. Fucking yeah. And so people of my sister's age were going, that's awesome. And here I am, two years older than them in fucking high school, going, that's fucking lame, you little fucking pleb. <laughs> and somehow that shit caught on and got popular. And everybody's like, Halo is the greatest thing. And they advertise it as combat evolved. Halo is the greatest thing. Meanwhile, I'm playing Quake on PC. It's been around for fucking years and it's way better and they literally just emulated quake and tried to make it their own thing and then you have all these fucking pleb idiots two years younger than me in fucking middle school going this is new and innovative this is the coolest thing ever halo was overhyped okay and it was never that good quake has always been better than halo and i and all that destiny 2 has done is justified it to me that half-life is better than halo i remember playing halo and being like Hey, look, head crabs. You know, <laughs> they borrowed a lot from a bunch of different games and just marketed it to people who never played those games before. And it was evolved. Combat evolved. There's nothing new about it. It was just a fucking clone. Just a fucking clone of, of, of fucking Quake, man. Yep. I guarantee I, you I mean, those devs played they keep Quake. Showing, Bungie keeps showing that they're just a one-trick pony. They made, you know... Sure, small improvements or changes at least to the Halo series, and then they moved on to Destiny. And even just looking at Destiny for the first time, like this is Halo. Like the guns kind of look similar. Exactly, enemies look similar. The fucking shields and shit. Like this is Halo. The fucking moon jumping, the weird low gravity shit. And they even came out. They even came out and were like, "Hey, we're gonna make a new engine for Destiny 2. And they did, and it came out, and it's the same fucking engine. So one of two things: either they're lying, and it's the same engine. Or they only know how to do one thing. No, they optimize to do what they did. They're they're liars. They 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 do the same thing Bethesda does, where they say it's a new engine, but it's not. They took the old engine and made it because apparently the first thing. Listen, this is how incompetent Bungie is. Okay, if you think Bungie is this great fucking development company, those the fuck they're doing. This is how incompetent they are. The first Destiny engine they built, they built it to in order to make changes to maps in that game for PvP. They had to load that shit overnight on their computers. That is that is insanely fucking terrible. <laughs> and then they took that engine and supposedly built it from the ground up and somehow managed to get the same exact fucking engine, but they didn't have to load maps overnight, my dude. No, they, they fucking optimized it, and then they lied about it. And by the way, they learned nothing. Again... They did that weird thing that I, I'm, this is an assumption I have where game developers are just working from templates and that's why they go back to square one. Just like Battlefield and Call of Duty every single time, the same fucking imbalanced problems because when they made Destiny 2, they used the template or something and so they had the same fucking problems. It's like they learned, and this, the people from Destiny 1 will tell you, they learned nothing. You go, look at people like King Gathalion. King Gathalion was a nobody that fucking played Destiny 1 on, uh, and he enjoyed it. And he did. He raided the Taken King, and he got Taken King World first, and he streamed it, and that's how his stream exploded. Literally, that right there. That's what got him on the map. Nothing else. He was just streaming to some people, and then people tuned in to watch the World first of Destiny, 
uh, Taken King because it was being promoted by Bungie and all that shit. And and good good for him. He deserves it, by the way. And he played Destiny 2 for a month when it came out. A month. That was his game. That was his game. Played it for a month. And he said the same thing that we're saying right now. They didn't learn a fucking thing from Destiny 1. Now, he says Forsaken is great. Of course he's going to say that. He has the disposable income to buy that piece of shit and to stream it. I mean, I could get it, but I'm not buying it out of principle. Fuck Bungie. We've stuck with that game for six months. Some people have principles, okay? Some people vote left, some people vote right. That's just the way it is. (laughs) Guess which one Gethalian is, okay? Guess which one I am. Take a wild fucking guess. It's called principles, people. Okay? It sucks. It hurts. Because you, you look at the game and you're like, oh, I bet that's fun. I remember the good times we had running around in Destiny 2. But it was good not because the game was good. It was good because it was us running around in Destiny 2. Okay? It, it was friends making the game fun. It was experiences. It was, it, it was memories and moments. Like, if you look back to your childhood, the house that you grew up in... Uh, it's easy to think about that house and go, oh, I miss that house. You don't miss the house. You miss the shit that happened in the house. If you went back to the house right now, you'd be like, well, this ain't the same fucking house. This sucks. <laughs> what like, am I doing? It's someone else's house. <laughs> it's, why, it's why people commit suicide. They're like, they, they try to relive moments that aren't going to exist instead of focusing on the new ones and trying to create new ones. It, it, you're never going to get it back. The nostalgia is a hell of a drug, okay? And, and all it's going to do is leave you burned. You're just going to be like, I'm trying to get that. Just go play. Try to go play an old game. That you, try to go play go original play Mario Brothers. Go play the original Mario. Yeah, go play Goldeneye. That's a great one. People always nostalgia over, over Goldeneye. Go play Goldeneye. And then you know, watch as you sit here and go, wait a minute. You turn with the C buttons? You strafe <laughs> with the C buttons. You yeah, turn and move the with the joystick. <laughs> what the fuck is this? This is how we played games? This is terrible. Now you play GoldenEye Source, completely different. You can use a mouse keyboard, paused. That ain't nostalgia, is it? Huh? That's not actually the old game. You see, it's not the game that you liked. It's the moment. Just create new ones. Right? Yep. All right, real quick before we uh, end this thing, Daisy goes into beta. After five years. I never played Daisy, but I mean, I know. I've heard enough about it. Yeah, I played Daisy. Played it when it first came out, when it was a mod. Who do you think did that? You think someone like wandered into whatever office they were making Daisy and like, oh shit, and just flipped the switch? Forgot to put it into beta five years ago. <laughs> well, let me give you my run of Daisy. Real quick. I'll try to sum this up quickly. Uh, Royal and I, uh, who some people might know as JR or John or Johnny. I'm doxing him right now. Uh, <laughs> Seeker worked with him. Introduced, he he actually introduced Seeker and I. Uh, he's married to my sister. Okay, that's how I know him. Uh, when we when we we actually started streaming together, and we him and I started the whole streaming thing back in about 2011, and we should have stuck with it, but we moved over to YouTube for a year, and boy was that a mistake, and we missed that whole bandwagon. Because we're idiots. Uh, but we did a YouTube channel together. Those gents and all that stuff. That's where the TG and the and TG Gabbler was my thing. And I just changed it to the Gabbler or whatever. Uh, it was it was just like a play on it. Uh, but we when we started streaming, we didn't... There was no like 
thing like there is now where people had splash screens and intros and shit like this. It was just you turn your stream on a stream. And we would just play random games. We'd play board games, we'd play all kinds of shit. One of the things we would play is Arma 2. Because we all had Arma 2. And we played Arma 2 mods. We played the Wasteland mod. Wasteland was this mod where you dropped in and there was loot. But the loot was only in vehicles. But you could use vehicles to tow vehicles. And you could build bases with sandbags and all this other shit. And it was on a mul- it was a multiplayer thing. It was it was it was the beginning of BR by the it's way. It's like Battlefield Five, the- build yeah, shit, it was, tow it was, shit. It, yeah, it was it was like an open world. It, it's really what Fallout seventy six is today to a degree. This is so this is before survival games. By the way, uh, Minecraft existed, but there was no like PvP really. Nobody was really PvPing in Minecraft. So this was the beginning, by the way, of survival games. This is where it was starting in mods and Arma. Uh, and then somebody, some guy, some idiot makes a mod called Daisy where he, uh, creates zombies. And in the beginning they would, you know, they'd use like really rough shit, but eventually he put like actual models in the game with noises and it was really broken. It went from working to broken from working to broken. Now, when I played it, it was working in the beginning. You had your standard shit, like zombies clipping through walls so they would be able to get through if you had the door closed and shit you know you get that shit in scum for example even today uh and it was just it was like a hardcore survival kind of thing but back then in that in those days there was no hardcore survival. i mean there was food but it wasn't like it is now in the daisy standalone if you've played it out there like it's not you could eat food and stuff, but the, it was using Arma systems. Now, Arma is a military simulator game that's that was pr- developed for the government to do VR for their soldiers. So Arma 2 was a better version of Arma 1, but it was still really fucking clunky. There's no jumping, there's vaulting, but you don't really vault. You like walk over to something, you high step over it like you're the Undertaker stepping into the ring, you know. Um there's no quick vaulting or anything. The game is really slow and clunky, really slow and clunky. And so he was adding in stuff. So, the, so when the fir- when the game first came out, the loot was terrible. You'd spend hours running around and never finding a gun. You'd find like an axe, and the the game wasn't meant to have melee in it. So it was really clunky. Like when you would when you would hit something, when you try to hit a zombie with an axe, it would make a bullet ricochet noise, for example, because he didn't have audio to put in. He was just using audio from the game. And it was basically like shooting a bullet right in front of you. It's just, it was really broken. But there were cool mechanics to it. Like you could break your legs in, in Arma. This was this was in Arma. This was stuff that was in Arma, like injuries and shit like that to deal with, like break breaking a legs and stuff like that. And if you broke your legs, you went prone and you couldn't do anything wrong. So there was a lot of fun moments, but the game wasn't what was fun, by the way. It was, it was the, again, those moments we were creating. You know, there's a lot of old footage out there on YouTube and stuff of him and I playing Daisy, um, where we're crawling through the darkness surrounded by zombies and the zombies can't see cause it's pitch black and neither can we, but we have night vision and shit and it's raining. So they can't hear it. Cause the, you know, he was hitting some good notes in that mod where it's raining. So the zombies can't hear you moving and shit. Uh, it was really good shit. I mean, I'm crawling five feet from a zombie. He can't fucking see me cause I'm laying prone. And that's cool shit. That was fun. It was interesting. It was it was intriguing. And we're just trying to survive. 
There's no real goal for it. There weren't survival games back then. We're just trying to survive. We're just trying to find fucking food. I just want a can of beans so my screen stops being all black and white and shit, which was a shitty vert thing that Arma 2 had. So what happens? This mod blows up. It gets popular. It stops being about surviving and starts being about killing people. This is where BR starts to become a thing, by the way. This is, this is what you have to blame for Battle Royale. What happens is a large influx of people start getting this game because some streamers start playing it. In fact, the streamers like Sacriel owe their existence to this game because they would, what they would do is they would go to the places where the best loot was spawning. After a couple patches, the, the zombies started getting broken. The zombies would be so broken that they took the zombies out eventually. So it's a zombie game, survival zombie game without zombies. Think about that. For a very long time, by the way. This is the same with the standalone. I'll get to that. People would go to like the air air base. The air base had like all the best loot because it was a military location. So for some reason, the developer thought this is where we'll put all the military equipment. So people would go there and get these 50 caliber sniper rifles. And then they go sit up on a mountaintop like uh, 600 meters out from uh, Chernogorsk or whatever, which is some of the starting town. Like when you spawn, you spawn on the beach and you usually run to a, a big city so you can get some supplies. So they just sit there and they'd snipe. They'd just snipe. They'd Wesley snipes these fucking fresh spawns that's all they do there's nothing they're not doing it to loot them they're just doing it to kill them they'd sit up with like fucking 400 meter sniper shots pow and you just die immediately by the way because it's a, it, it it's time to kill is realistic it's an armor the game is a military simulator you get shot with a sniper rifle you're dead okay first of all you get shot if you get shot in the leg you're down your leg's broken you get shot in the abdomen you're down you passed out because they had like a, a blackout mechanic and a pass out mechanic if you lost too much blood and shit like that. So they start expanding on this. And for some reason, the focus is maintained on this type of type of gameplay. Instead of focusing on the zombies, they focus on this shit, which immediately pulls me away from it. And they, they announced the standalone. Well, Arma 3 is coming out at the time, by the way. And Arma 3 was good. I played Arma 3. They, they added in like different various, uh, you could like have different modes of stand. You could have crouch and two versions of, you had three versions of crouch where you like low crouch, high crouch, medium crouch. Same with prone. You could roll onto your side with prone so you get even lower. Cool shit like that that they're adding in. And the developer at the time, this fucking Australian idiot, this New Zealand cunt, I don't even remember his fucking name. Rocket was his fucking name. Rocket was his username. Just this, he's, he's a player unknown, by the way. The same fucking type of guy. All right. He, by the way, see, he, he, he's like, we're going to do the standalone, right? And we're going to bring out the standalone and it's going to be built from the ground up. So we're not going to have all these problems that the mod has. And guess what? He builds the standalone and has the same fucking problems the mod has. <laughs> they didn't build a fucking engine, they used a modified Arma 2 engine. By the way, they used a modified Arma 2 engine at the same exact time that Arma 3 came out. This guy worked with the company that builds Arma 3 and Arma 2. And instead of building it on the new engine that was being made in the company, he builds it off of the Arma 2 engine. He's a fucking idiot. Okay? He builds this game broken. Now, Royal buys this game, and I don't. I sit out of it. I'm like, there's no way. I'm not buying this game. It's never going to be good. They're never going to do it. This game is going to be shit. You know what? I'll, I'll buy it at release when it works. I'll buy it at release when it works. This was six to five years ago, ladies and gentlemen. Okay. <laughs> it has just entered beta. 
I've checked in with it multiple times. The zombies still probably don't even work. I've seen people play that game and shoot. I've watched people because I watch Mr. Moon on on Twitch and he's a big fan of Daisy. I've watched him play the Daisy standalone. It's the same gameplay. Nobody is trying to survive. The only people that have fun in Daisy are the people that enjoy sniping noobs, which don't really play the game that much anymore. This the noobs, I mean, or people that role play. You you run around for an hour collecting loot so that you can be a loot pinata. And then you find people. It's like the dumbest shit. When this thing came out, the big popular thing was like, look, guys, we found this fresh spawn that has no gear on him. And then we made him wear handcuffs and take his pants off. <laughs> and I'm just watching this going, why doesn't this idiot with the handcuffs just log out or yeah, leave? Right. Probably well, likes it. He, it was does voluntary. Does being a fucking cuckold or something? Like, what is, what is going on right now? It's so stupid. And the guys that are doing it to him, what's the point? What is the point? It makes no sense. The only thing... That, so this spawns the BR group, by the way, because at the same time, another mod is made on Arma called Battle Royale. Made by player fucking unknown because he's an idiot. Uh, and it uses similar concepts from that uh, without the zombies, obviously. But Jesus Christ. Like, they just now hit beta. You have a zombie game. Like, here's the thing. That, that always turned me off from that and why I never bought the standalone and why I still won't buy the standalone. When you play a zombie game, the whole point of zombie... So when you, if you ever watched The Walking Dead back when it was good, the whole point of why you don't use a gun is because when you shoot a gun, all the zombies know where you are. They now start shambling to your location. Now, gunshots are really loud. Uh, anybody that knows anything about the 4th of July knows that you can hear fireworks from miles away. So zombies hear that in zombie games and shit and movies and they start shambling that way and eventually get there. So you want to use melee weapons. Uh, not only do the melee weapons suck in the standalone, they pretty much just don't fucking work even to this day because it looks and plays still like Arma 2. Just think about Player Unknown's Battlegrounds. Imagine Player Unknown's Battlegrounds, and then imagine that it's slower and more clunky than that. That is Arma Two. That's hard that to is imagine. Daisy Standalone. That is Daisy Standalone. Okay. Uh, it's fucking terrible. It's atrocious. It's garbage. <laughs> uh, I'm pretty sure Player Unknown even had the engine made. Off of some variation for PUBG, off of some variation of the Arma mod, because that's what he knew how to deal with. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's one trick bad. I mean, he even came out and said, he's like, I'm not a gamer. I just play Arma. And well, Rocket mods. pieced out. Rocket pieced out from DayZ. He left it in the hands of other people. He's like, fuck this. I made my millions. I'm leaving. Uh, he pieced out a long time ago. Uh, and as a, it's, a, it's a dumpster fire. You, people, you watch people play that game, they have no regrets about shooting bullets. They will be in a town, they'll shoot bullets, zombies will show up, they'll just run away from the zombies. And you'll see people, what they'll do is they'll run into a building, the zombie will chase them into the building, and then they'll just try to like run out of the building and close the door and hope that the zombie doesn't glitch through the door. <laughs> That's I, I, Literally. I've watched Mr. Moon do it all the time. He'll run up 
like some stairs and hope that the zombies get stuck on stairs. He'll run right past him. No fucking worries. He gets hit by the zombies. Whatever. Doesn't care. Doesn't care. Because he's trying to shoot some guy and kill him. And these zombies are just giving him a... The zombies are not even a threat. They're just a nuisance. Might as well not even fucking have them. Zombies should be Well, I'm glad I didn't buy it based on the screenshots because I was bored a while back and uh, almost bought it. It's trash. And it entered beta. Oh, you know what's going to happen? Nothing. It'll be in beta for a while. It'll get released. It'll still be broken. By the time that game launches, it's going to be so outdated visually and conceptually that nobody's going to play it. People will play it and be burned because they're going to see streamers play it who already own the fucking game. Do not buy this game. It is trash. That's my opinion. As somebody that played the mod uh, and liked the mod when it was more focused on survival and zombies, it is trash. It ain't what it used to be. It ain't that, man. If you enjoy Battle Royale with less killing... if you, I'll tell you exactly. Not at all. There should be more I'll, killing. I'll tell you exactly what about. I'll tell you exactly what Daisy is. Imagine playing PUBG, but there's only like 16 people in the game, on the entire map. There's no circle that closes in, at all, ever. <clears throat> so you just have to find people, if you want to kill them. Uh, there's zombies, but they glitch through walls and they barely move around. It's like scum. The zombies aren't that great. They're stupid. They just kind of run in a straight line. They've tried to do stuff with the zombies, but it just doesn't work. You know, they have like these leaping attacks that hit you from a mile away because the net code is terrible. Uh, by the way, Daisy is responsible for doing the like all of the the work server side instead of client side, like all these BR games do. It's why they they fucking they're terrible. So yeah, they're to blame for that. So imagine. PUBG like that and the only thing you do in PUBG is you go around and loot that's it you go around and loot but imagine that the loot it's 10% of the loot that you have in PUBG in terms of guns guns and ammo is 10% of what you currently have in PUBG and you're just trying to find food and water so you can survive it's literally scum by the way you played scum it's scum but worse that's what DayZ is sounds pretty shitty it's scum but worse Scum is better than Daisy standalone. Think about that. I'm surprised there's still people developing Daisy. Everyone kind of abandoned hope. They have to, right? It's like, we want to be known as the people that kept our promise. Listen, man, you don't have to be known as the people that kept your promise if what you're promising is a shit sandwich. Okay? (laughs) Sometimes it's okay to save people from yourself. Yep. That's true in life too. Right? If you Good got a sh- shitty situation, just don't don't bring people in the shitty situation. It's better that way. All <clears> right. It means that you're gonna let somebody know. Yeah, and then Daisy's gonna let a lot of people down, except oh, yeah. for the five people who still play it. Oh yeah, it's a dumpster fire. All right. Well, we skipped last week in the podcast, so. Made up for it this week, as usual. It will go back to a weekly podcast, I promise, one of these days. You know what? Let me say one more thing about Daisy to wrap it up, because I just thought about this. So I I talked about how I watch Mr. Moon. This is really short. I I talked about how I watch a guy named Mr. Moon's house on Twitch. He loves Daisy. Fucking loves it. When he played Scum, 
the game that came out a couple months back that we all played. When he played Scum, he said it was better than DayZ, but he also had criticisms about Scum that everybody has, which is Scum needs a lot of shit. There's nothing to do. He said Scum has nothing to do. They have no transportation. There's the the like there's nothing to do in the game. And then he said it's better than Daisy standalone. Think about that. That's your homework for next week. Think about it. Think about it. And put it in the comments. Share and like the podcast. Comment on it. Do things. Make your voice heard and all that. So we'll be back uh, next Sunday, right? You're not going away or anything for Thanksgiving, are you? I mean, I'm going to eat food, but that's about it. Yeah, that's Thursday, but you'll be around Sunday? Yeah. Okay, podcast next Sunday. Be here for that. You can find us on Twitch, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube. You can find me at Seeker127 or Seeker127Gaming. I stream sometimes, I think. Great. Yep. I got something for you. In memes what? chat, you can you can read oh, it out Jesus. loud. Um, is this a good one or is this an offensive oh, this, one? I probably posted this before, but it's a good one. You can, all the good ones are offensive. I also got the one I posted last night that you didn't see. No, I saw it. Him. I tried to talk to her, and she just mumbles and throws gang signs at me. Her signals. I'm deaf. <laughs> Random. <laughs> Random memes. And join our Discord. Go to my Twitch channel. You can find the link to the Discord and you can see all our hilarious memes that we share. Memes that I and videos and other things. Alright, well that's all I got. Is there anything else you want to promote? Pimp out? Shill? Uh, did we did we make this podcast mostly yet? Yeah. It's been more than mostly. Has it? Yeah, I think, I like a lot of it was woven games. into Battlefield. That's enough. You just save it for next week. I'm gone a long time. Yeah, you sound like you want to go back to sleep, so I'll let you get your beauty rest. No, I gotta, I gotta stay awake, man. Why? I mean, I'm already awake, so I gotta. If I go to sleep <laughs> now, I'm gonna be on this really shit schedule while people are all trying to unpack shit. All right, well, suit yourself. I gotta go uh, make dinner and other things so what are you gay no married <laughs> no married to a woman yeah. <laughs> sounds gay <laughs> <laughs> all right well that's it for this week thank you for listening we'll uh hear you next time you'll hear us next i was gonna say we'll see you next time but we won't it's a podcast so whatever oh i'll see you i'm always watching Check behind you. Check behind the shower curtain before you go pee. In the window. All right. (laughs) Thanks for listening. Until next time, I'm Seeker127. This is electronic gaming mostly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Later.